fucking tired. This week <laughs> this should end already. <laughs> Honestly, it is, though. The thing with this episode, though, even though I don't think we got anybody in the chat yet, um, we got so much news to go through. So this uh, beginning section is going to be literally us doing the, uh, what's it called? Um, what we've been playing? What we've been playing and then the shilling. So do you want to do it this week? I don't remember who does it because it's been, it's been a while. It's been two weeks been looked at me um sure <clears throat> so wait we're opening the show immediately Just a, i would say open the show immediately and then we'll get into the news and some i don't even know man it's <laughs> it's a time who even are we um once you know what that was the intro to the podcast right there i'm gonna play the motherfucking intro music All right, right boom now. go there it is Level up, gamers, and welcome to another episode of the Save Before Quitting podcast. Uh, I go by the name of Ant, and right here with me, as always, as always. Hey, how you doing? It's Chris. I'm a little stuffy today. I'm Chris, and I'm stuffy. I had a, a sick day where I still worked, and it sucked. <clears throat> yep. Oh, man. Welcome to I, working at home. Yeah. That's one of those things where it's like, I don't, I don't have much of an excuse working from home. And mm-hmm. if I'm sick, it's like, well, you're home. What else are you going to do? Might as well do the work. But uh, yeah, did a little work today. I feel like shit. My head's throbbing and uh, my nose is a little uh, in the stuffy side as you can hear. So we're going to have to make our way through that. This we were supposed to record this yesterday, but I couldn't record yesterday because that's when I was dying. Yeah. It's something going around, probably. It's probably from the wildfires in uh, Canada coming on down. Yes, the 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 bad, the um the symptoms from that. Yeah, it was real too. Like I'm driving home yesterday from work, and it's pounding. I'm like, yo, like to the point where I was like, I need to like close my eyes. That's how yeah. much it hurt. I feel that entirely. I, mine literally kicked in out of nowhere in the middle of the night last night. Like I was mm-hmm. having a perfectly fine day yesterday. Nothing crazy. Played some Discord games with friends because they have like activities and shit in Discord now. And right, finish right. that up. I lay down. I fall asleep, and then I wake up like an hour later, just like body aching, head throbbing, fucking cold sweats, and I'm like, I'm dying. Okay, cool. Here, here's where we are. I'm dying right now, and I, I don't know. I didn't sleep the rest after that. So, needless to say, I'm running on about two hours of sleep, maybe. So, oh, shit, man, we could have recorded this tomorrow. We uh, needed to get this done. I wanted to work on this, so I got it. I respect it. I respect it. Um, tell the people where they can find us and such. Uh, save letter B number four quitting on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube. Titty. The acronym is Titty. For those, for the, for all our first time listeners, T I T T Y. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube. Titty. Be a part of the Titty Gang. Speaking of Titty Gang, we have merch that says Titty Gang on it. And we have other merch. 
So Blue yeah. Saber before quitting all the way spelled out dot com to look into that. Also Saber Nice. Also Saber before quitting all the way spelled out dot com at well, no, I'm sorry. Save before quitting all spelled out at gmail.com. And you can email us, send us things, send us love, send us hate, send us praise, send us insults, all sure. that good stuff. Um also Discord. Follow us on Discord, please, please, please. It's a great time. We talk about games around the clock, constantly updating it with news and info and funny stuff and memes and fitness and weekly pickups. Um, There's a lot in there. There is a lot in there. It's a one-stop shop for all your gaming that don't stop. Um. It definitely didn't stop this past week, I'll tell you what. God damn, this is going to be a news-heavy episode. It didn't stop so much that we couldn't put the podcast out Thursday, last Friday, I'm sorry. Last Friday, yeah. because news kept happening. So we're like, all right, well, let's just wait till it all happens. Yeah. And then drop. So this is like a two-weeks worth of podcast in one. Mm-hmm. So we're going to we're gonna kind of speed run it, I think, when it comes oh, yeah. to like the showcases and shit. Like, we're kind of just going to, like, go down the... Like, we have a list of each showcase and, like, what was shown. I don't think there's many things we're going to hang up on. Maybe, like, maybe four or five things that we'll, you know, take a quick second to get more thoughts on. Right. But then we also have a shit ton of news in the Discord as well. So we got to do that. But before we do that, we have a segment that we always do. And that segment is... Mm -hmm. I didn't prep clicking the button, so now I'm there. What did you and what'd you play this week what you've been technically two weeks worth yeah, no. of game um street fighter 6 i've been seeing a lot I, of memes about that i really like street fighter 6 i haven't like been really into a fighting game in a while maybe since probably the last like modern fighting game really into mm-hmm. um it was either the last Mortal Kombat game or like Dragon Ball Fighters Fighters was cool I think but I, I like did Fighters not play it as much as I wanted to I used to play the shit out of that um <clears throat> but Street Fighter 6 man they Capcom they've been knocking it out of the park like on the low Capcom is like had a streak right now oh, especially yeah. with the Resident Evil games and the remakes and stuff and now Street Fighter, and they've been they've been killing shit. Um, Hell yeah! But Street Fighter's great. Um, I will if I were to play this on stream again. I promise I wouldn't lose every fight now, because <laughs> and the main reason is because they let you switch it back to classic Street Fighter controls. That is very cool. I could not with those modern controls. They for like <laughs> it was like for the new people controls. Like they're easy. It's like. It's so yeah. easy that people used to traditional, it was like foreign. Yeah. So as soon as I switched that back, oh, I'm getting KOs left and right. I'm like, okay, here we go. This is Street Fighter. <laughs> I know what the fuck I'm doing. I know how to play this game now. So <clears throat> it's dope. Um learning a bunch of the new characters. Um I didn't get too far in the world tour mode. I was kind of just really perfecting like seeing who I want to play as, um, making sure I had the controls down, learning all they got like like a lot of new techniques in the game that you can implement yeah. into the fights. 
Um, I've been doing a lot of that. Um, <laughs> my homie Jay came over last weekend and we just sat down here and played that for like three hours. Somehow, somehow, because I'm like, I've been trying to play video games with Chris for months. <laughs> it just so happened to fall into place because the moment he, because he it wasn't playing, like he stopped by. He has like a son too. He's like yeah. a one year old. So he comes by and him and Brendan are playing around. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, eventually, Brendan gets kind of tired out. He falls asleep. So mm-hmm. then Adrian takes that as a moment like, well, I'm going to go chill out. I'll talk to you guys. And Trent was on my computer playing, what is he always playing? Gmod. And so at that point, Jay was like, oh, you got Street Fighter 6, right? I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I just had a window because the baby sleep, mm-hmm. the woman is asleep. And the other son is occupied. That was like the perfect window for you too. It was great. the perfect storm. Hell yeah. Um, we had his one year old kind of bouncing around a little bit, but nothing yeah. too crazy. But yeah, man, we we um played a couple of hours of that. <clears throat> like it, we it, we were having a good time to the point where he left, got home, and bought it. He's like, I have to install this tonight. That's a phenomenal review of the game right yeah. there. Hell yeah. So that's really it for me. Um, I only played that. Um, I haven't even played Zelda. And Damn. it's it's weird. Like it, there's times where I'm like, all right, I'm gonna pick up my switch and play this. But I don't know. Because I sh- I I truly do enjoy Zelda. It's just to the point where there's so many options right now. Things are coming out weekly pretty much at this point whether it's indie whether it's triple a whether it's whatever um to the point where you ever have like and i know you've had this before there's games in fact i'm I'm sure you had this before um because you talked about it on here there's games that you know you need to get back into and complete it like a big triple a 50 plus hour game but you'll just default to something that's like easy Every single time, I'm about to say, except for this week, to. but yeah, <laughs> this week's a little bit different. But we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. My my week's been a mess when it comes to gaming. <laughs> it's interesting though, from what you've been telling me. Jeez, um, it, it's it's that it's with Zelda is like it's a triple A, probably a hundred plus hour game. I could dive into this and get lost, or I can just pick up and play rounds of Street Fighter, just easy in and out, in and out, just play the. And that's what's True. been having me this week or last two weeks. Hell yeah. I'm glad it's good though. Like I, I didn't expect it to be as well received as it did. Like mm-hmm. I I feel like we were not down on it, but we were very much like, please stop showing us shit about this game. And that happens yeah. a lot with most of the games that we end up seeing where they mm-hmm. just keep showing too much. And it kind of leans towards Capcom and Square when they do that a lot. Yeah. If I have to pick the, the companies that do it. But they fucking came out swinging, and no pun intended. And it's yeah. fucking great. I love seeing all the the custom creative characters that people are making. <laughs> yeah. The fucking abominations. Yeah, <laughs> hilarious looking. Donkeys was I, very good. If you've seen his video, is it new? Yeah, he just uploaded about Street Fighter Six being oh. better than uh Legend, not Legend of Zelda, uh, better than Lord of the Rings Gollum. Of course it is. But well, like, I, look-wise, even though his character is worse oh, looking. I didn't know he just, I saw this Gollum video where he just was playing that. Oh, dude. Fucking. 
that, oh, that I, game is sad. <laughs> I gotta go and watch this new one now. I didn't know you put it up. For sure. It's a phenomenal one. Um, yeah, man. We gotta play some Street Fighter. I, I kinda wanna play it, but I feel like you you have played to the point now where like you're comfortable, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you're comfy, you getting knockouts and shit. I'm gonna walk in and I'm just gonna get schooled the whole time. But see, this is one of the the most pick up and play and understand street street fighters i think okay. i've ever seen is that because of the new control scheme or do you no, think no no that no 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 the training that? is very thorough and, and quick okay. too like you can get through like the training session and get the basics and if mm-hmm. you can if you ever if you can wrap your head around the basics enough to implement it in a fight in real time mm-hmm. you can it's because even i went through the training even though i know how to play it but with all the new mechanics they added I had to kind of get, wrap my head around that, but yo, yeah, you can pick this up. Who's your uh, favorite character you played so far? Uh, the the chick who whooped my ass in the uh, when I played the demo, uh, Kimberly. She the one like, with the spray like, the paint sticks. Shit. Oh no, that was a different person. The chick with the sticks is good too. Like I, I fuck with her too. Okay. Um, this is dude. I forgot his name, but you keep drinks, and if you keep drinking, his like. His his power goes up and he has like a different move set. I forgot that's his name. cool. Um, like drinking isn't like alcohol, like yeah. So he becomes like drunken master. But, he's not, but his fighting style is already drunken master. But then when he drinks, it's even like more so. Like he, I kind of like, like flames that. come off him, and he, he's dope. He's dope. Um, I want to play that character. I'm already leaning towards that one. He's he's dope. And um, Ken Ken Ryu from you know OG Street Fighter. Yeah. Cammy's good too. There's a lot of good characters in this game. Hell yeah. I'm looking forward to eventually picking up the sticks and losing many fights for you. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. We'll, we'll see. One we'll day. see. We'll, we'll have to do the, uh, the, the new school controls versus the old school and see mm-hmm. which one is uh, superior. Man, fuck those controls. <laughs> I'm I'll sure I'll lose every fight if I, if I use those. Uh, all right. All right. What's up with you? What you been playing? Man, I got a list, and it's it's a long list. I, I, I don't know what I was doing this past week. I was, like, looking for something to do. Like, you ever have one of those weeks weeks where, like, it, it kind of happened after we went to go record Save Before 5, and it kind of got fucked up a little bit because mm-hmm. we, we don't have the correct stuff yet to do it correctly or quality-wise. And I fucking, I was very disappointed by that, just, like, the fact that, like, it wasn't working. And there was nothing we could do to fix it. So we actually had the time to do it. Exactly. And like, I was so mad about that. And then I also had so much time last week and I'm like, I could be working on that right now. And I can't because we couldn't film it. And like, it's just a, so I was like, I need to pour my time into something else that is going to keep me distracted away from the fact that I can't make anything right now. So I finished Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Um, That game to play it was really fun. The story, when it ended, I didn't understand that it was ending until like the credits rolled. If that makes sense. Like it's been out long enough so I can say this, but like your daughter shows up from your wife that you left like <laughs> years ago. And like you just go on a pirate journey with your daughter who's just on the deck of the ship. And I'm like, 
I feel like we haven't reached a conclusion in the story yet. Like it, mm-hmm. it kind of feels like this came out of nowhere. So that kind of sucked. And I was like, whatever. But then there was a post credit scene, which was sick because it showed a, uh, whatever the fucking guy's name is. I can't remember the hell the name of the assassin, but him and his daughter up in like, like a theater. Mm-hmm. And they were like up in like box seats and they were watching like a show. And I'm like, wait a second. This is the fucking box show from the beginning of Assassin's Creed 3, like chronologically. So like they're there. And then it, when you pick up Assassin's Creed 3, you start as like a Templar mm-hmm. who has Assassin's Blades. And he like is in that theater and goes to assassinate someone in a booth. So you technically crawl past that assassin that is a pirate. So I was like, right. that's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Even though like technically Black Flag came out a while after 3. Yeah. So like. It's it's a weird timey wimey bullshit, but uh, also the the in real life shit didn't make any sense to me. Like some random guy showed up and drugged me, like the worker of Abstergo or some like, shit. As you talk about it, I slowly start to remember it. I haven't played that since around the time it was out. Yeah, it was just random. Like it didn't feel like a cohesive story. Like towards the end, and I was like, this is kind of shit. But like I liked the overall like playing of it i always find it mm-hmm. funny when like there's all these weapons and shit you can buy but like none of them are different they're all doing the same thing like when it's the guns and the swords it's just what they look like cosmetic yeah. wise and i was like this sucks but i like the ship battling even though i feel like it costs too much money and like resources to upgrade like mm-hmm. with how you play the story and it's also just too big of a game like i'm not going back to that game there's so many undiscovered locations not doing it. Can't. It's all good. Um, other than that, I picked back up with Assassin's Creed 3. I'm just kind of chilling through that one, and I finally got to Connor, the actual assassin of the game, which is ironic because Ubisoft did show something regarding Connor at the uh, showcase, which we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's cool to be playing him, because I like that timeline and like this uh, storyline, because it's very good. And, like, Connor's kind of just, like, they're, like... He's probably my favorite assassin so far that I've played with. And I've played with, like, three or four so far. Um, Other than that, I... For some reason, I was like, I want to play a Yakuza game. So, I looked up online, which is the best one to start with. Mm -hmm. Everywhere was pointing to Yakuza 0. Mm -hmm. And I started that shit, and that shit sucked. Really? I was so bored the whole time that I was playing it. Like, you're just walking around the streets as this dude who's in the Yakuza. You then get framed, so you're not in the Yakuza anymore. But then the gameplay itself is just button mashy bullshit. And, like, it makes you kind of feel like you're doing combos, but you're not. And I, I don't know. I just did not have a good time with it. And I just straight up uninstalled it after about four hours of playing it. Because I was like, I can't anymore like what's so the story there was a part in the story where you play karaoke like yeah i heard there's a bunch of like side weird shit in that game yeah and like i was like this isn't bad but this is it's not good that it's like in here it's like this is a rhythm game and i'm like okay i know what a rhythm game is cool and then you just do a four minute fucking karaoke song pressing along which another thing that didn't make sense is you had to match the buttons and it's all like this the right side of your controller so triangle square circle x and on the mm-hmm. controls it showed like 
those four things being like circle is tambourine x is clap your hands but that's not what it was at all like it was literally just tap those buttons and that's the words that are coming out of the person's mouth that is singing that's that's what it is <laughs> what there's so like circle triangles where all that stuff yeah like it's literally just like guitar hero where it's just like a line going across and it's just like x circle to at triangle triangle square square and then like different rhythms and shit and i was like this is this is stupid and a waste of my time so i uninstalled it uh <laughs> promptly um damn yeah i was not having fun with that uh after that obviously fortnite with the new season played a little bit there's some cool stuff in there going on with uh fucking there's mud now where you can like slide in mud and they have thermal guns with like thermal scopes but if you have mud on you like in the in the predator movies they can't see you through the thermal scope which is pretty fucking cool um other than that they just vaulted one of the guns and added a new one today but i haven't really dove too deep into it but uh, mm-hmm. Optimus Prime is the main skin of the uh, Battle Pass, which is pretty cool. Saw that movie. It was real fucking fun. That's all um, I keep hearing about it. So if you get the chance to go see it, go see it. I highly suggest it. It was a fun time, and then I really hate it because uh, Pete Davidson's in it, mm-hmm. and he's one of like the main Autobots in the movie, and he's my favorite character. Like, he's phenomenal. Anytime he's on the screen, he just immediately takes, like, my attention. And I'm just like, yeah. he's stealing every single fucking scene that he's in right now. There was one thing at the end that I didn't really love um, during the final battle, to say the least. I'm not going to spoil anything that's still happening and it's still out. But at the end end, they did something that I was very shocked about. And I'm curious to see if someone sees it sometime soon, if they're going to... uh also be shocked by what happens because it's pretty big to say the least do you excuse me do you have to know to be in the lore of transformers in order to understand what happens no. at the end okay good not at all. deep the, in the lore of transformers i don't want to spoil it but you don't need to know shit about transformers to know what happens at the end to, the, okay. all right also these movies like bumblebee and this are in the same timeline and like all the Michael Bay ones aren't like considered canon as much anymore. So this is like this new timeline and it's so much better. Like it's that's the pacing that's is better. But the the human parts are still shitty, in my opinion. Like they're not bad. Like this one I liked a lot because it was just like a personal thing for me. Like I was like the story I, I resonate with more. Mm-hmm. But like it was still dragging in certain points where I'm like I don't care about this person. Can we please have the robots do robot stuff? So Let that was you know why we're here. Come exactly. On. Like, and then you get there and you're happy, but then you're just like, but you made me sit through that shit. That wasn't cool. Yo, I'm but it, it. it's fine. Um, what was the after that? Uh, I've also been playing track the Yomi. Uh, that one, I will most likely end up doing my save before vibe video on because mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about it. And um, needless to say, it got a like a seventy on like Metacritic, I think, and I'd say that's about accurate okay. for uh, that game is. It's not bad, but it's also not good. But it's right. free on PlayStation, so collect it and go play it. For I played it for an hour, I think, and then I was kind of done with it. I was like, okay, this was cool. Um, also, Hollow Knight and playing that on the Steam Deck 
Uh, I'm not far by any means. In fact, I might even be stuck, some might say. Um, <laughs> but uh, needless to say, I'm making my way through that. And then uh, the final one, I believe, is Planet of Lana. So I haven't done anything else besides that. And uh, yeah, that one I'm just making my way through slowly as well. I'll probably play that on stream or something, unless Fortnite's being played that night by friends. But we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, that's what I played this week. No, didn't you play something today? You played a demo today. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Tells you how much I liked it. Um, I play. I actually played two demos. Fuck, I forgot. I played the Lies of P demo. Oh yeah, uh, you did play that. That was fine. It's a Dark Souls game. Um, or, or a Soulsborne, whatever the fuck you say of it. It's mm-hmm. fine. Like, it's, there's nothing wrong with it by any means. It's just. I know it's not my kind of game, mm-hmm. and even though I technically beat the first boss, like mini boss that you show up to, I was fine there being done with it, and I just did not continue afterwards because I was like, "This is gonna piss me off" because I died like four times to the motherfucker, and I think I even got a clip on YouTube because the PlayStation controller has the uh, microphone attached to it, mm-hmm. so I hit the share button after I beat it. And I captured it, and I didn't realize that I was, like, uber high while fighting it. And I was like, oh, my God, I beat it. And it was, like, genuine elation. So <laughs> that was pretty fun to capture. Those touching moments. Yeah. But uh, other than that demo, which is fine, go play it. It's fine. Uh, Final Fantasy sixteen. Mm-hmm. This demo was a mess, dude. Really? I was so fucking confused about what was going on story-wise the whole time. Because you start off with, like, the dude that we've seen in the trailers, like, the old grizzled version of him with, like, the long fucking emo boy hair. You know, tonight will be the night that I will fall for you hair. And and then some shit happens randomly with, like, a rock slide, and it teleports you back in time to when you're, like, a teenager as that character. And that's when you learn, like, the basics of fighting. But it was so fucking slow. Just getting to that. The cutscenes are so fucking long. It's fine. There's, there's so much exposition. And like, I get it. And I, I paid attention to all of it. But not once was I like, that's interesting. This mm. is cool. What's happening? I was just like, can I play a game? Right. Like the whole fucking time. And then when I beat the demo, I was kind of like, okay. Why, what, what matters for many of the, what I just did? Why did I go back in time? That doesn't make sense to me. But um, apparently, if you do beat the demo, I think it's literally the beginning of the game. So they said that it'll start you after the demo if you yeah. have your demo saved to your account. So that's pretty cool, I will say. Because if I had to replay through that, I'd kill myself straight up. And we can't have that. It was bad. It was so fucking bad. I was like, just too much talking. Like, get to the gameplay or at least right. give me gameplay first and then we can do some talking like i need to i need to be grabbed by what this is which is a game before i get grabbed by the story mm-hmm. you know like it needs to be fun and gameplay wise it was all right it was very spammy where you just spam square over and over again and then hit r1 to dash out of the way circle mm-hmm. to get in close and dive in and then I don't know if I had like a control thing set up where it like automatically did my moves, but yeah. there was one where you hold R2 and press square and you do like this like Phoenix wing 
like because it's like a phoenix or whatever and you do this phoenix wing fire attack but like it would just happen when it was ready not when i would trigger it which was like weird to me so i don't know if i fuck something up or the controls are fucked up it's fine it's it's not bad by any means it's gorgeous as well like it looks fucking stunning i was seeing people on twitter saying how good it looks yeah like above everything else it looks fucking phenomenal Mm-hmm. Gameplay wise, extremely simple, dumbed down hack and slash, in my opinion. And then, like, there was one boss fight that we did, and like, it wasn't that it was bad. It was just like, it didn't feel like a boss fight, if that makes sense. Like, it, they made, like, the story made it seem like it was just like this big deal. Like, holy shit, this is a thing that's mm-hmm. scary and it's big. And, I fucking like just casually beat it, and I'm like, you didn't. Deliver. Why would? Why was that so easy to beat? And I'm like, I didn't change my settings or anything so that it was easier or anything. So I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? But it was fine. It was fine. Um, go play it. I I recommend it because. And then if you want to skip the story stuff, I would not be uh bad about that. I think that's a good idea to maybe just skip through some of the cutscenes because they get a little bit tedious at certain points. There are certain. Final Fantasy games where the story is kind of like long in the what's the what's the term for when you talk too much? Long in the tooth? Some shit. But they're fucking it's just like I want to get back to the game. <laughs> Let me fight. Yeah. Very much so. It felt like that a lot, but, but you Final also Fantasy's get always been about a ton of exposition. That's like that's yeah. their whole shit. I will say it felt like you didn't get enough fighting this mm-hmm. for it to be a demo if that makes sense like it felt more like an early access you get to play the first 30 minutes of the game but it's mm-hmm. like an hour plus of just exposition with like shitty tutorial on how to fight oversimplified controls nothing that's like super groundbreaking it just looks real pretty and that's fine it's I'm not looking to be fair, I'm not I'm also not the audience for Final Fantasy, so like that makes sense. But I can, yeah, <clears throat> makes sense. That's uh that's all I played this week. It was a it was a mixed bag of shit. Um yeah, you played a lot. Yeah. Um I might be playing Overwatch after this because the new season came out, but I don't know, because it'll depend on what time we end after we get through these news stories. We didn't get to the news yet. Yeah. <laughs> we are there right now. So right here now. comes the news bumper. Um, so where Let's do we see. start in the news? Uh, is it, are we talking about Phantom whatever Blade Zero? Um, that is, is that the first? first news story. All right, we're gonna we're gonna kind of zoom through these. Yeah, let's get it. All right, I don't even know if I'm gonna read all of these because Jesus Christ. Uh, some information about Phantom Blade Zero: there will be no microtransactions, accessible Souls-like mechanics, not entirely focused on punishing difficulty. Ninja Gaiden style of combat may publish an art book, makes full use of DualSense haptic feedback features. Weapons have unique moves and combos. Soul, the protagonist, is a law enforcement officer manipulated by the Order, a powerful organization maintaining balance between good and evil. And Soul, like Zhao Shang, was adopted 
by the patriarch of the order trained to become an expert in espionage and murder. His well. job is to eliminate any person or faction considered disturbing by the order. <laughs> Don't be disturbing around him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, Festini hasn't been merciful to Soul. He was manipulated as a pawn in many conspiracy, and Soul frees himself from manipulation by the player and sets out to leave a light of hope in an otherwise miserable place. This is going to be one of those games where I'm just like, just point me in the direction where I can swing my sword. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. This one almost feels similar to a Final Fantasy when it in the story explanation, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. But um, yeah. I'm looking forward to it from that one trailer that we got because that was phenomenal. Definitely uh, a standout wanna... in the PlayStation Showcase. Probably one of the only, besides Spider-Man in my eyes. No no offense to the rest of them, but that was like a big one for me. So. Yeah. Next up, what do we got? Um, well, we really didn't record in two weeks. Um, yeah, Apple officially revealed their Vision Pro uh, mixed reality headset. Uh, Apple revealed its long-rumored mixed reality headset, the Vision Pro, which CEO Tim Cook called a revolutionary product. The Vision Pro will release sometime early next year and will retail at $34.99. That's not $34.99. That is $3,499. Like I said in the chat, in the Discord, this thing better travel through time and Mm -hmm. tell the future. Um, A lot of people were saying... I feel like this is more so not for like regular people. It's more for like businesses, you mm-hmm. know, like corporations to do like stuff like with work from home and, and how that is nowadays. Yeah, and they showed it, a whole it, bunch of examples of that in the trailer yeah. this thing. So I feel like it's more so that while it does have the Apple Arcade games built into it that are playable day one, I don't think that's the like use of it, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like it's definitely meant for corporate life. The games are there, but you better be sure that some, if you have a company that you work for and they got these, they are putting a firewall on that game section and you are not <laughs> touching that shit. Um, they showed someone in the, the trailer for it, like answering texts, yeah. moving things out the way. It, like it's, it made it look very impressive. I'm sure it will be impressive for that price point. Um, this is something I would need to try first. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they'll end up coming out with one that's more consumer friendly at of some point. They will, yeah. Just because this is definitely the the higher end type spec thing. Like even with like the lack of a battery, in my opinion, two hour battery with a standalone battery pack is not a lot, in my opinion, especially mm-hmm. for how much you're paying for it. Yeah. Um, it does have 4K resolution per eye, spatial audio, uh, ray tracing, and it controls with your eyes and hands, so it's less of a screen more than a like an ar device more so like you can use it for vr but ar seems to be the the target more so um but yeah um you think they'll make uh ar porn of course because like we got vr porn and like anything that, stuff's weird. that people can make put porn into they're going to put porn into it yeah i feel like ar porn would be scary because like if you think about it you're looking through so you will see yourself yeah. in this situation of whatever ha- is happening some pov type shit mm-hmm. that'd be crazy yo 
if like some random lady's just in your house via AR. Like that's crazy. That is wild. I don't know. I feel like that's gonna be weird, and we're gonna get some weird shit. And I'm looking forward to it because I think that's funny more than anything else. Um, I'm gonna skip over this next one because you know <laughs> we know we'll talk about it in a minute. But uh, Grimace's birthday started uh, yesterday. Hey, give it up for my dog Grimace. Yeah. The the purple uh, puff or purple. what do you think he is? Oh, he is for sure um, a bag of trash painted purple. I always thought that he was the a chicken nugget. Oh, or that. Like, he looks like one of the shapes of one of the chicken nuggets, but if it fell under the grill and, like, just stayed there for years, <laughs> you know? And he evolved into Grimace. That's scary to think about. Yeah. But um, there's nothing special besides one thing for this. They, they have different packaging for it and whatnot, but they have a new milkshake. I did get it today. Mm-hmm. They didn't say, I believe, what the flavor is. They just said it's Grimace's thing. I can't pinpoint what the flavor is, but it's good. Like, genuinely, it's good. It tastes like a mix of almost like a berry, but also floral, kind of. Like, almost like a lavendery taste. But it fucking hits. So, if, you, if you're near McDonald's, try and go grab one. Get a small because you don't need that much more than a small, in my opinion. Um, but it it hit. I was it's like, okay, a, it's a cup of cold grimace blood. They just grinded that, them up. Maybe, probably. <laughs> Happy birthday, grimace! Uh, You're going into the drinks. <laughs> Next up, some big news from Twitch that was immediately recalled. Uh, Twitch has new branded content guidelines. On stream logos are limited to three percent of the screen size. Burned-in video ads are not allowed. Burned-in display ads are not allowed. Burned-in audio ads are not allowed. Was there more to it than this? So there's a little bit more past this, but I didn't post any of the updates. Um, Pretty much the whole general gist is uh, Twitch pretty much fucked creators. And not necessarily, like, smaller creators, because obviously a lot of us smaller creators don't have, like, sponsors and shit. But a lot of the bigger creators on the platform... They'll do like bigger events and stuff and they'll get those like, you know, paid for by ads and like ad space and shit like the streamer awards was paid for by like Fansly and like Grubhub, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, chess boxing that was also sponsored by Fansly and some other stuff. And right. like that's how they get the money to do the event and just break even. And then they'll make money on top of that from like, you know, merch sales at the venue and shit like that. But Either way, that's how people made their money. Needless to say, they've they've come back off it they and they completely have. changed it because people were who were bigger streamers streamers were threatening to completely leave uh, Twitch um, and talking shit on it. There was even a clip today that was going around that was viral with a streamer. I don't know what he does, if I'm being honest, but he's a bigger streamer and he has a phenomenal camera. And he's just in chat for like an hour talking to chat about like how Twitch is kind of fucking bless you. Bless. Oh, excuse me. Blessed. Um, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but he's talking to his Twitch chat about like how Twitch is fucking up. Right. And one of the Twitch staff members shows up in his chat, which they do that from time to time. And whenever that happens, it always feels like the cops are in the chat. <laughs> like when like that situation happens You're a narc. and this dude who's twitch staff 
pretty much starts telling the streamer, like, listen, I love you, man. And I'm not saying you're wrong, but you're just way off. And he's like, you're telling me I'm wrong by saying that. Like, you saying that I'm way off is the same thing as saying that I'm wrong. Right. And, like, now you're making this a big deal. You're taking over the stream. And now it's, like, me versus you for some reason on my stream. And he's like, you know what? Fuck this shit. And he goes to ban the, uh, the what's it called? The, uh, the Twitch staff from his yeah. chat. Because he's like, get the fuck out of my chat. You're making this about you. And it's making me uncomfortable. And he goes to ban him. You're not allowed to ban Twitch staff. So then the Twitch staff's like, really? You went to ban me? Wow. And he's like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm going offline and just ended his stream. <laughs> so I don't know what the fuck Twitch is doing, man. And like, obviously we're not big enough for it to affect us in any ways like that's like meaningful mm-hmm. but like they are trying to kill this website and i don't know why don't but they're the making some, they're making bad choices and it's it's really annoying to say the least like one of the things i don't know if it was for this exact same reason i don't know, i don't even like this content creator but mizkif from otk mm-hmm. was banned on twitch like a day or two before their games expo that they were hosting, which was supposed to be, I believe hosted on Twitch. And if you're banned on Twitch, you're not allowed to be on anyone else's channel or else they'll get banned, which is bullshit. In my opinion. Um, That's why a lot of streamers couldn't play with uh, Dr. Disrespect when his shit happened. He got banned. Like they just couldn't play with him ever until they switched over to YouTube, which we'll get to that in a bit, a little bit as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But Needless to say, Twitch is bad, and they're the backpedaling while also keeping stuff in the terms of service, like, buried down deep that are kind of still trying to fuck over creators, so. Yeah. Kind of shitty. Um, Hopefully they aren't shitty forever. Please stop sucking dick. <laughs> um, don't suck dick. It's not good. Yeah, not good. Uh, you can skip over the next link and then go straight to the good one. TMNT. Well, dot... Donnie Moo, the people who made a lot of Dosha Streets of Rage 4, uh, Shredder's Revenge, came out and said, TMNT Shredder's Revenge Dimension Dimension Shellshock DLC is coming in a reveal trailer that showed brand new levels, brand new character. Um, I'm incredibly excited, of course. Um, They didn't give give an exact date, it just said this year. Mm-hmm. This was so, also before all the, the showcase and stuff too, right? Yeah, just, just randomly, like random. middle of the day, just drop this yeah. information. Yeah. Pretty cool. I love uh, Usagi no Jimbo. Yeah, the, the, good the old rabbit, rabbit guy. Little bunny samurai. Uh, I wanted to get an extra figure of him for my display, but I never ended up doing that, sadly. They said new character, new character colors, new stages. And they brought back the NES look too. There is clearly a stage in here. It's not obviously, they haven't said exactly what's happening, but there is a stage or a dimension, and it looks like you go back to like pixel art NES time, Mm -hmm. and the enemies' backgrounds and the turtles have like faux NES graphics. And that just warmed my heart. Yeah. What's the name of the dude in the middle of the picture? Uh, the duck guy. Um, 
forget what his name is. I've seen toys. Uh, I don't remember. It ain't Launchpad McQuack. No, I, I don't remember. I know who exactly Ace? you're talking about. Is it Ace? To. No. I'm going to Google it. Sorry. Continue. Yeah, it just looks it looks fantastic. Ace Duck. That was right. That's easy name. <laughs> Look at that. But yeah, I'm excited for it. I, I still haven't beaten this game yet. Like, like story-wise. Like, I never mm-hmm. went from beginning to end with it, so... Maybe this will give me an excuse to re-download this on the ye old Xbox Game Pass. I am, and I can't wait. I'll just dive <laughs> right back in like I was the first time. Um, next up in the news, I'm going to skip past this link as well because this is about Twitch backpedaling. Um, but we got a look, and by a look I mean an entire reveal, of the Spider-Man 2 Collector's Edition. Um, right after the 2023 game, Summer Games Fest showcase, which we'll get into eventually, I feel like we got to like figure out which order we're going to go in. Capcom obviously has to start because it was the shittest, I think. You know, and then maybe Devolver, Day of Devs. Ubisoft will be closer to the end, and then Summer Games Fest is the last one, probably. But uh, for the Spider-Man 2 collector's edition, if you'd like, go see the pictures, go and join our Discord, exclamation point Discord, in the chat, or down below in the description. Um, you get a Steelbook display case, which is of the concept art that I was fucking marking out Love over it. over during the uh, Summer Games Fest. Um, looks amazing. A full digital PS5 game, which is interesting that you get a display case for the game, but you're getting a digital version of the game in the collector's edition. Mm-hmm. So, that's interesting um you also get a 19 inch collector's edition statue featuring venom in the center with both miles and peter attacking from above um, i was at first like 100 gonna get this but i don't think i will because i'm terrified of that breaking <laughs> um if you look at it miles is already in a situation where i feel like he might like break off by accident but mm-hmm. Peter is exclusively connected to the statue through a web line. A web line, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at that. <laughs> That's it. That shit. If you if you go to put it on a shelf and that accidentally hits the wall or something, that snapping right off. I didn't even think about that. So I I'm not going to put myself in that position, and I'm probably just going to go to the deluxe edition. But you also get pre-order bonuses with this collector's edition with two early unlock suits of both Peter and Miles as Arachnite for uh, Peter, and then also, uh, I think Miles is not an actual thing in the in the, co- in like the comics or anything, it's just like a variation of that. Mm-hmm. But with those two suits, um, Arachnite for Peter is actually Moon Knight and Spider-Man mixed in the comics, and it was really cool. You get those unlock suits, but you also get different colors for them as well. So each of them get three color variants besides the main one. Um, yeah. I hate to say I like Peter's more, but I kind of like Peter's more. No offense to Miles, is it's just doesn't he looks more like an Assassin's Creed homage for Miles it than does. it does. I, when I first saw this, without knowing the history of what Iraq the Arachnite was, yeah, I I was like, it's just I thought it was Assassin's Creed. I'm like, oh. yeah. It also doesn't help that with Miles' suit, it has like a little pointed hood as yeah. well, so that it's like, yeah, that's Assassin's Creed. But um, there's also, with the Digital Deluxe Edition, what you get is 10 unique suits for both Peter and Miles. Um, you can go to our 
Discord to look at that picture, but every single one is designed by a different artist that worked on the game. That's so fire. they're not actually like comic accurate by any means. They're just 10 unique suits on top of what's probably already in the game. These aren't like mm-hmm. all the suits that you can probably unlock. Um, I'm a really big fan of the Peter as uh, like Renaissance looking dude. That one's the <laughs> goofiest see, yeah. looking one. But uh, yeah, make sure you go check those out on our Discord. So yeah. Game of the year right there. Um, Next up. uh, Jeff Snyder of, had, oh, went to Twitter to say Nintendo and Universal are in the process of closing a big deal for the Legends of Zelda movie. Zelda is looking, quote, Zelda is looking like the next big Illumination Nintendo franchise, which we were all sort of expecting. I'm told that it's happening. As soon as this news hit the Twitterverse, it was eventually everywhere, pretty much solidifying the headline. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I guess this was the natural next thing. I guess the, I, I thought the next thing would be like, because they said they were going to make a Donkey Kong spinoff too from the Mario movie. That could work. Yeah, um, I could see them doing an MCU with this shit. You know, like I, I think so too. It's just I don't. I didn't want to get my hopes up for that, but at the same time, I was like, would that actually work? If I took my fanboy hat off, does that yeah. actually work? You make a Smash Brothers movie. That's the Avengers for them. But like. But it would end, in my opinion. Like, you need to end it definitively with that. You know what I mean? I think it makes too much money. I think they make too much money now. Like, I feel like Mario movies just going to keep coming out now. That works. That's fine. But, like... I, yeah. Because that would put them in a place where they have to make movies for at least the core characters of Smash Brothers. So they'd have mm-hmm. to make the Mario movie, the Zelda movie, they're the Donkey Kong movie, the Star Fox movie, the Metroid movie. And I'm sure they're going to eventually get to some of these. But then, yeah. like, do you add the third party people? Like, do you add, like, no. No. do you somehow strike a deal with Paramount so that you can have Sonic show up in the Smash Brothers movie? I would make it more of, like, a, like the first if that makes sense like the roster of the first smash game right. then it would be ultimate i feel like ultimate's fighting off more than you could chew yeah, you know? yeah I, I definitely know that's not happening but also i feel like even if you did do a smash movie you don't have to have like a, movies for all the others people as well like you can have a kirby movie and you can have like you know theory of pikachu movie i don't know if they would do or if he would even be in it to be honest but see you have to make a deal with well because then it's like they have detective pikachu out so then i guess nintendo would have to make their own pokemon slash pikachu movie yeah with a they could also just straight up have him just show up in the movie like yeah he just is there kind of like spider-verse-esque where it's just like mm-hmm. they're there these are the people you know who they are because you know who they are Type situation, but see, then that would make me think that that movie could come sooner than later because then you oh, could yeah. use Smash Brothers as a jumping off point to make those other movies. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like yeah. they could be chilling there, and then you just see, I don't know, like Captain Falcon in a corner and they have a conversation with him about his own motivations and wanting to be there. 
which mm-hmm. leads into an F-Zero movie for some reason or a show or whatever. That could work. It could work. But I don't know. Zelda's coming. I mean, you'd have to be a fool to not think they weren't going to make a Zelda movie after that. So yeah. I just didn't know. I didn't think it would be the next thing. I thought we'd get either Donkey Kong or Mario 2 before we'd get Zelda. Yeah, I don't know. I, I still want a Luigi's Mansion movie. That's what I think my... that makes a whole lot of sense, too. That one, I think, is just so easy to do for them, too. Um, they, they pretty much that one segment in the Mario movie where he goes to the, the Dark Land or whatever, where he's getting into about to go to Bowser's Castle. I was like, this mm-hmm. looks like if the movie from here on out was this, this would be Luigi's Mansion. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I think they were doing that on purpose, too, to be yeah, honest. Like, sure. it's one of those things where they were like, it was not only just an homage to Luigi's Mansion, it was also like a testing the waters to see if, you know, yeah. people would be interested in like a full-fledged movie that's in that setting, and I for sure am, so please. He got you. there and did the whole like Mario, like calling out for Mario thing. Yeah. So yeah, you, you see what they were trying to do. Oh yeah, for Little sure. Work for sure. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Next up in the news, this is a little bit of a not good news. Um, because it's about Call of Duty. Um, so Call of Duty recently got two operator skins in the store from some very big streamers, one of which that I was a huge fan of, and the other that is a friend of his, uh, by the name of Nick Mertz. Uh, the other one was Tim Batman, but he's not relevant till later. So, pretty much what happened was, um, there's a school district inside of Glendale, California, at a school board meeting where they were pretty much deciding and voting on if they want to recognize Pride Month and, like, mm-hmm. teach their children about, like, people in history that were, you know, lesbian, bisexual, gay, trans, all of that. Just, like, taking it to the school board, right? Mm-hmm. So you had demonstrators that were pro-LGBTQ just saying, like, yeah, let's vote for that so that kids can learn and they can right. have options to learn. And then they were physically attacked by anti-LGBTQ groups um, right outside the school board meeting. And it was first responded to by, I think this was like an Overwatch uh, like pro, and they said, this happened four blocks from my Overwatch League apartment. Americans are in a sad place right now. Let people love who they love and live your own life. That's what that person said. Right. But then Nick Merckx came in. Nick Mertz, a very bro Chad looking streamer, says they should leave little children alone. That's the real issue. And needless to say, that didn't go over well because then Call of Duty removed his operator bundle that had just been added a week or two prior from the store. And the backlash from it has been confusing to say the least. Um, Because not only was this technically like his statement was very much a hateful don't teach our kids things and it was very much a i don't want to teach them what uh the schools are going to teach them i want to be able to control what they know pretty much right, that's what right. it came off across as mm-hmm. um and people took it that way and took it even farther than that saying that nick was anti-everything like he hates the gays he hates everything about it he made his own statement on Twitch, pretty much saying that as a father now, he has a new perspective and he knows more now, and that he just wants to be the one to have those conversations with his kids and like 
tell them what's okay to talk about and stuff. Which right. is again another not a great way to say it because you know you're pretty much saying you don't want to teach them about that stuff because you don't know about that stuff. No offense, Nick, but you don't. Um, and especially when the school board was just voting about teaching about people in history that were a part of that group. Mm-hmm. So like, so super annoying, super bad to say the least. It's it's hard to navigate around. It is hard to navigate this comment because I hate this. A very small part of me kind of get what he's at least trying to say. I feel like he's he's saying it it right, right? At least not saying it correctly. Yeah. I I feel like, no offense to like, I mean, obviously I can't relate to a parent because I don't have a kid. But in my mind, my understanding is that a kid is going to find out what they want to know with whatever means possible, whether it be from the school district or from the internet. The school district is trying to take an approach in which they are the ones teaching them so that it's, you know, good learning and like properly curated. So it's not, you know, harmful. And this dude is saying, nah, dude, I'm going to tell him about that. But the way that you're coming across is coming across as you're against that stuff. So that's saying that you want to, keep them your children away from that entirely even if they did feel that way which is not good um it's hard like that like being in the position like that like i guess as a parent it's like what it seems like he's trying to say is like i want to sit down with my kids and explain it outside of school like i want to give it to them the way i want to give it to them yeah that can be Um, problematic that's the the issue you know especially with the way that he's talking about it because he's definitely alluding to not being in support of that stuff in a way is he not in support of lgbtq or is he not in support of it being the the information being delivered to his kids in a certain like because if he's just like, I don't like LGBTQ people, then that's a completely different argument. I think I'm it's... Not, I'm not in support of that at all. It's it's more so the ideals that people Him, have I right mean. now. Yeah. Um, it's more so the fact that, like, people like Nick and, and people that have these ideals that are like, don't teach us stuff, the kids stuff in schools, their belief is that teaching them that will then convert the kids to be something that they are. Mm-hmm. Which is a whole nother conversation, which is stupid because if a, if a kid's gay, a kid's gay. If a kid's trans, a kid's trans. Like that's just the way it is. They don't choose to do that. They choose to take the next steps in like moving forward with it, but they don't choose those feelings. If that makes sense, you know. And no, yeah, right here, right. it's putting it in the way where it's like they don't want to give their kids the like information to choose because they believe that giving them the information will then convert them or make them something that they don't believe in, which is very much the case with the anti-LGBTQ protesters that are coming out. They yeah, think now those people are pieces of shit. Yeah, <laughs> like they're very much of the mind where it's like, you know, we're trying to indoctrinate our children into being gay because you want to teach them about gay stuff. Meanwhile, if you take a step back and you look at any form of media or anything like we are indoctrinating children's to be hetero from most movies and shit and most media already, you know, like mm-hmm. 
that's already a thing. There's movies about that. And then it's so confusing. So people are like, well, now you're just putting gay people in all these movies and stuff and blah, blah, Like, you're forcing it on us. I'm like, you literally forced heteronormity through film and like TV and everything for years and like decades. And what's the, the word for hundreds of years? But it's not that for centuries. And like you're you're forcing that stuff down people's throat while there are other people with different, you know, ideologies. I asked you this um, before when we, we were talking about it privately, but what kind of school was this? This I mean it was just an elementary school. It's an elementary right? school? Yeah. They were just talking about we're going to teach them this because it's a part of history. It These is. are people in history that were gay and this is Pride Month, so we're gonna take this opportunity with this month to then teach them about these people. And that's all it was. And then it was blown into so much more than that. Um, getting past all of that, mm-hmm. a couple days later, Tim then came out saying, it doesn't feel right that Nick's bundle was taken out of the store, but mine wasn't, so please take my skin out of the store in solidarity with my friend. So that came out of nowhere, and that was hyper disappointing to me. Personally. But what if if I was Nick Merckx, I would be looking at Tim the Tab and like, why? Like, yeah. for what? I get we're even if we're friends, it's just like no. Like, if the situation was me and you, mm-hmm. and they took my stuff out of the store for saying things like this, and then you were like, "Yo, I'm gonna do it." I'm like, "No, why? Get like." like yeah. I don't feel like we can, we're still friends. Like, I don't understand the point. No, I agree entirely. Um, and it also just feels like really out of nowhere and it doesn't paint Tim in a good light, in my opinion, mm-hmm. when it comes to people with brains. And that'll get them to the next part where the response to all this is probably the opposite of what you think in the majority. Um, needless to say, people who are in support of what Nick said and Tim supporting him. Uh, Dr. Disrespect came out and uninstalled Call of Duty, made a big spectacle spectacle of it on stream. And it's just, it's really sad for me just because at as a certain point, I'm like, I have friends that are part of this group <clears throat> and that are, you know, these are people that are physically attacking people that are like my friends and like-minded like my friends, which is, you know, bad. And then I have a content creator that I've followed for almost 10 years now. And now he's kind of standing with the other side that is can be seen as objectively wrong as the aggressors in the situation. Like, it's hard. And it sucks even more because I bought the bundle for Tim, too. Like, I bought his fucking bundle. Like, And then the best part is they take Tim's bundle out. Do you think that they gave the money back to the people who got the bundles? No, it's still in their inventories if you bought it. Mm-hmm. And they're probably going to bring the skins back in like a year or so, knowing how they're going to do some bullshit to save. Next Pride, I'm going to predict this now. Next Pride month, next year, mm-hmm. Nick's going to come out and say some shit in support of Pride month, and then Tim's also going to say some shit, and they're going to put the skins back in the store. I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. Quick, quick, I'm... I'm- Cool question. Has Nick Merckx act, has he said anything else after all this was done? Not much besides his very fence-sitting statement that was not painting him in the best of I, life. Because I'm reading what all this says, right? I'm, I'm just going back over it. Um, 
I get how you could read into it. He never just out and like, it doesn't read to me that he is anti-LGBTQ. No. But the problem is the response to it with all of the tweets in support of him that are saying, yeah, fuck those people. And his entire fan base and his entire chat that's like, yeah, fuck them. They don't they don't deserve to live and shit like that. So he's oh, so so and yeah. he's not Yeah, he's more he's on not, the fence of like, you know, I mean my best Nick impression. I mean, I got no problem with no gays or nothing, but like, you know, blah blah blah. I just don't I don't like that they're going after kids and shit, which is not what they're doing. So he's already wrong there. I wish he would have been more specific in his tweet because his tweet just says yeah. they should leave little children alone. That's the real issue. It's, well, I mean, it's specific enough. It's specific enough. Be, it, it is, but I just I think he's his lack of words, his lack of elaboration, mm-hmm. make because even if he had any saving grace and how he actually felt, his lack of elaboration didn't help his cause. It's painting him in a bad light, especially then with the community that he has grown. And like before today, I don't think he's done anything that's been like insanely wrong. Don't mm-hmm. quote me on this. I've never I don't really follow Nick often, but like obviously nothing like this has happened before where he's had an entire skin taken out of a fucking game. That's him. Yeah. But like. It's more so just the responses that they're getting from it, because like. He could be in full support of the LGBTQ community, but the way that he's portraying his thoughts are very much not so in support. They're very much sitting on the fence. Yeah. And then that's leading his fan base to then hop over the fence to the extreme side and be horrible, just fucking horrendous. Yeah, people. and he's not, I get what you're saying, because he's not like, what's the term? Um. Right now, I'll just for lack of better terms, he's not like de-escalating his fan base. Yeah, he's not he's jumping not out there like, "Yo, stop! Yeah. Don't." That's not what I was saying. Exactly. Because if so, he was doing all of that, I'm just I'm just playing devil's advocate. But if he was doing no, all like, of that, then it would be like, oh, "All right, at least you're telling them to stop, and people don't deserve yeah. that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera." This would be a completely different situation if if he was like came out. In my mind, I, I watch a lot of. Um, there's a streamer by the name of Hasanabi. He's a mm-hmm. political streamer, and one of his takes on it was like he messaged Nick and was like, "Dude, what are you doing? Like, just straight up, like, what are you doing? Like, this is not a good look. Like, you need to realize this isn't a good look and see what your fans are doing." And his response was pretty much as similar to his Twitch response that he did, where he was very fence sitting towards the sun and the sun's like dude like you can't do that when your fans are becoming these hateful people you know yeah and like it's so annoying going on twitter and seeing the objectively bad situation that's going on and then nick un let's say unintentionally supporting the wrong side let's say he's stupid as fuck and didn't know any of the details besides whatever and he's just a misinformed fuck Right. Once he gets informed, in my mind, that's when you you flip the switch and you're like, oh shit, I didn't realize that's what was happening because you have other people to teach you things mm-hmm. and like elaborate on what's happening. But he didn't, and his fence sitting to me is at least doubling down on what he said and not necessarily supporting the other side, but not saying it's bad, right. which is 
can sometimes be worse in my mind. So, needless to say, I'm very unhappy about. I was very frustrated this day, just at least when that came out. Um, and I'm hoping that somehow in the future he decides to come out and talk on it in a way that gives his opinions like specifically because I feel like we live in a day and age where it's like, yeah, you can keep your political views to yourself, but things like this, I don't think are political in my mind. Like it's not politics to like teach people about people who are different in my mind. And it's, it's so it's weird. It's like, there's not much gray area. Like it's very simple. Like these people are, very good and just trying to exist and are proud that they have a community and these mm-hmm. people are physically attacking people like yeah why true. are those the people in the right for the community that doesn't make sense and it doesn't compute and it's so fucking frustrating yeah but that's the most we'll talk about that we can dive in a little bit further if people want us to if anything else comes out from it, but mm-hmm. as of now, both skins are no longer in the store. I'm trying to get a refund on mine. I don't think they'll give it to me. Um, but I, in my mind, I'm still going to play Call of Duty because I think Call of Duty made the correct decision here. So it's a rare, very rare Call <laughs> of Duty W. So I'll give them that because they do a lot of fucked up shit behind the scenes. This is very rare for them to be in the right here. Um, But yeah, let's move on from that and get a couple of these else done. And then we get into some uh, motherfucking showcases. Uh, Sony has sent a new version of Across the Spider-Verse to theaters with updated sound mixing. That's great. It's great. Um, Sound in these movies are amazing, especially if you even if you just base it on the soundtrack. Oh, dude, so good. I was kind of pissed, though. I went to go see um, Rise of the Beasts, mm-hmm. and that took up all the IMAX and the Dolby screenings in the Chamonix. They didn't put any Spider-Verse. It's only in regular theaters now. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Like, what? Yeah, like, I understand it's been successful out. to, yeah. Exactly. And what was the other one that was funny? Um, it's coming out soon. Oppenheimer, the one about the bomb or whatever. Yeah. That and Barbie are both like sharing the IMAX and Dolby when those two come out, but they also come out at the same time as the next Mission Impossible movie, and Mm -hmm. Tom Cruise is pissed because he cannot get his movie in Dolby or IMAX, and that's what it was shot for. Oh, shit. So he's not happy. But I wouldn't be either if I was him. No offense, I'm looking forward to Barbie more than I am the next Mission Impossible. I'm just on, just on the basis of I shot my movie this way. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I would be, be highly so, upset. That shit's funny to me. But uh, next up, uh, OTK is a streaming group of a bunch of streamers on Twitch and some on YouTube, I believe. Um, and they had a games expo right before the Summer Games Fest. <sighs> this is another one I didn't get to go back and look at. I was doing something at the time. <clears throat> uh, this one was pretty good, in my opinion. Um, if you do have the time to go like swing by and check out some of the reveals, I will say that the streamers there are normally not in this setting, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like they're more so entertainers, and in this games expo, it very much feels like they're putting on not necessarily a mask, but like they're they're putting on the the presenter feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
and they're not really talking like their normal shit that they would talk on if they think a game looks like shit or something. It's just straight up like love for every single game, which is fine. But you could see if you look at the chat, the chat even kind of got a little bit of a look at it and were uh, saying that they were seeming a little fake, to say the least. But there were a lot of really cool games that were shown off in this. Um, I'm looking at some of these like quick clicks of them on the uh, their Steam page. There was one specifically. Sleep I think it was called Ugly. There's a Ugly? game called Ugly that looked pretty good, and then there was another one that was I think also by Devolver called Esophagus or something like that. Let me double check the. Uh, there's like the page that has all the games and shit. Uh, it's not that one. I'm just gonna go through these top to bottom. Airborne Empire. There's a link in our Discord if you'd like to go check these games out and wishlist them. Atomic Picnic. Uh, Turnip Boy looks phenomenal. Uh, Gangs of Sherwood looks like a nice fun party game. Um, Slayer Zero is all you. You will love that game. I just Slayer said that you like Slayer Zero looks fire. My bad. <laughs> it looks like old Shinobi. Hell yeah. Um, I don't remember Saturnalia that much too much, but it looks interesting. Creature Keeper. Uh, this one's really cool looking. Stars in the Trash. It is a 2D animated, uh, pretty much looks like Stray, but it's like Disney 2D animated. So and it looks it, which one really stars in the trash. Let me go back up. There is a demo out right now that you can play for that one. So I highly recommend. Oh, that. yeah. The, 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 the animation on this is really good. Yeah. Um, next up was Resistance 204X, which is kind of like a Street Fighter-esque fighting game with like crazy, goofy characters yeah. and shit. Um, Robocraft 2, Mini Shoot Adventures, Bullet Casters, which is like a bullet hell game. Um, Aloft, I don't remember. Riftbound is kind of like Plants vs. Zombies, but more pirate-themed. Uh, Deceit 2 looks okay. Mob Factory looks like kind of like your game, but like Bloons Tower Defense, but in your style. Uh, oh, King I see of the, the game Hat. you're talking about now. King of the Hat is also a really cool-looking game that I think that you'd be interested in and we need to play when it does come out on that October looks, 21st. Looks <laughs> um... Another one that is really fun and cool looking is Slope Crashers, in which you're playing as a like bird and you're skateboarding slash snowboarding down mountains. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that was probably the goofiest and kind of creepiest was Asafa Guys. Asafa and I think Guys. I was like, what the We need to play this. Yeah. Um, it reminds me a lot of Psychic Pebbles, if you remember him and Oni on, uh, on YouTube and Newgrounds back in the day, his character, but it's a long esophagus character. Yeah. And it's a team-based platformer where you have to get across to the different levels. There is a demo. I'm going to be installing it. <laughs> uh, Tevi Ugly is one that I think looks phenomenal. Um, it is hand-animated every single frame. Yeah, uh, I'm seeing this. They have no reused assets in the game. That was one thing that oh, they made shit. a big deal of talking about. And it looks fucking phenomenal. Um, Bodhi, Biteland Overclocked, kind of looks like Astrobot. Um, but without the fun PlayStation references. Mm-hmm. Um, Patrick's Parabox. Uh, this one I don't remember. It's just kind of like a puzzle game. There's a shipping game that looks kind of like Overcooked, but we're like shipping like FedEx or like an Amazon warehouse. Uh, Whisker Squadron. Yo, Whisker Squadron Survivor looks fun. There's a demo. Like some OG- oh, shit. Toss that on the Steam Deck. That's a Steam Deck game, baby. Uh, Whisker Squadron Survivor. Um, Demon Spore, I believe, also looked pretty neat for what it was. 
not my direct type of game, but it's like that overhead shooter type where like, you know, there's enemies constantly coming at you and you got to move your mouse around to aim and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, first dwarf, I like the look of it, but I'm not a big fan of, you know, farming s games. Uh, same thing for Knights Foretold. It looks like RuneScape ish. Elements is another one. Agent 64 Spies Never Die looks like GoldenEye. <laughs> um, but you can also build your own maps and stuff on it, and there is a demo for that as well. Um, Robo Beat looks kind of crazy. like uh, Neon White in my mind, like with mm-hmm. the freneticness. Um, Exocide which I don't remember this one, I don't believe, but it's also a first-person shooter. Like OG, like, Quake, Doom, yeah. kind of. Not Doom, more so Quake. Um, but there's also the Engineer, spelled really weird, um, and you're building bridges for, like, cars to go over and stuff, so that's pretty fun. Um, Enchanted, I don't remember that one, so I can't give it any thoughts. Uh, there's, like, a mall-building, uh, like, roller coaster tycoon game. Scorchlands, which looks interesting. Um, I'm not too sure what the gameplay looks like because it kind of looks like a Clash of Clans situation, but you're also moving around at the same time. So, I don't know. I'm gonna skip over a decent bit more of these and just go to the ones that I remember that were good. They're making uh, Alien Hominid. That was the <laughs> one I was going for next. Alien Hominid Invasion looks fun. It's four player, I think, co op, I believe. But uh, we also got Brotato, which is a Binding of Isaac looking game and it looks fucking phenomenal it looks uh, like fucking uh what was that game uh, enter the gungeon yeah 100 um spirit of the samurai looks, looks fucking good. dope um that one i believe was supposed to have a demo but i'm wrong um Rekka, which this one kind of looks like a like build your own area situation like kind of like a valheim build your own like base and then go out to, into the world and see all the cool shit there's like houses on legs and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see if there's any others that I was like, these are stand out. Um, the priest looks interesting. It looks like kind of OG, reminiscent of OG Grand Theft Auto, top down cars, mm-hmm. crime type shit. Hell yeah. Um, I think the last one I'm going to talk about from this was uh, the last game, Unrooted. This one looks cool as shit. I love the art style of it. It's very reminiscent of Hollow Knight in my mind. Um, platformer, psychological horror. Um, so check those out over on the link in our Discord, Steam Curator OTK Network. It's a little bit up, but you can find it, and there's a lot of good indies in there. So definitely go check those out. One of them even being Toxic Crusaders, which is coming out. So that one looks really that's cool. insane that that's coming out. Yeah. And it looks exactly like TMNT Shredder's Revenge. So that's neat. All right. I I think we're at the things now. The the jaunts. Um, Do you want to start with Capcom? Sure. Why not? I'm going to let you just take this away because I didn't watch it at all. I missed it, sadly. Uh, All right. Hold on. Let me go back to our chat. Bam. Trust me, you saw the Capcom event without seeing the Capcom event. <laughs> um, real quick, <clears throat> they showed more a deeper dive into Dragon's Dogma 2. Um, the game Pragmata. I don't know if you remember this. It was a demo with this little girl. Um, I don't know really how to explain it more than that. She has clearly has some kind of powers. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you would know what I'm talking about if you saw it, but they said it has been delayed indefinitely. What? Um, yeah, but they had a full-blown, like, extra trailer, like, with more shit in it. Capcom revealed during today's showcase that this was the first we've heard of the game since 2021, but we still haven't seen much of Capcom's upcoming action adventure, Pragmata. To be fair, though, it was one of the most charming delay announcements we've ever seen, as news of the delay, along with an apology, was scribbled on a piece of paper within the trailer. I want to skip Capcom entirely just for that fuckery. Whatever, like, this game is going to be, it looks really interesting, but now we just, there's just no news about when it's happening. Yeah. And with the, the role that Capcom's been on, I'm like, all right, a brand new IP. <laughs> you never know what this could turn into. But yeah, we don't we don't know. Who knows? Jeez. That's crazy. We gotta play Exo Primal, yo. We gotta pick a day, just randomly a day in the week, and just be like, this is the day we're Exo Primal in. You're right. And we will. Hell yeah. The the little note within the trailer has a little it's a white piece of paper with a little sad face at the bottom right. It says 2022, but it's crossed out. Then there's an arrow pointed 2023, but that's scribbled out. Then there's an arrow, and this is a question mark. And under it, it just says, very sorry, sad face. Fuck that. That's some bullshit. so crazy. And at the end, they have an actual, like, you know, those, those Twitter apologies. To all our ex- expectant fans, it was a very heavy heart that we must further postpone the real shit. Right. I lost it. It, an ad came on when I was reading. All that. good. They don't. They're sorry. That's what it comes yeah. down to. Um, what else did we get besides that fuckery? Apollo this... Justice and Ace Attorney trilogy. So the eighth old Ace Attorney game, the trilogy, is coming mm-hmm. in 2024. Okay. So HD remaster. Um, if you're into those, it looks pretty good. Um, Exo Prime gets a new trailer, a roadmap, and a battle pass revealed. We're just over a month away from Exo Primal's release on July 14th. I thought this game was already out. Um, so did I. I. I guess what we had was just like the demo. Um, it might be, act, I think it's early access. I, I'm going to check the Xbox app literally right now. All right. And Catcom shared a new trailer for the dino hunting game ahead of launch. Catcom also showed a roadmap and battle pass for the live service, ele- live service elements of the game. We also get a deep dive on the story, a look at the new map featuring a space elevator, ooh, and more. Finally, a second open beta test is happening from June 16th to the 18th this weekend. All right. Maybe uh, we got to play this weekend. I don't know. I don't know if uh, I have plans. I don't know what I do. Shit. This weekend's kind of hard. Yeah. Adrian's yeah. birthday is Friday and then Father's Day is Sunday. That is true. Shit. Um, <clears throat> the game previously announced Ghost Trick. Uh, they put out a demo. So a demo is available now. And it is out June 30th on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. So everything, pretty much. Um, Kinitsugami Path of the Goddess trailer. This trailer was also shown at the Xbox showcase. It was the only Capcom thing at the Xbox showcase. They just showed the trailer again here because it's a Capcom game. Um, Mega Man X Dive offline coming to Steam iOS and Android. A new mobile and PC Mega Man game was shown off during today's showcase. It's called Mega Man X Dive Offline. 
and it's coming sometime this year. You play as Mega Man X and the other characters from the franchise, including characters that have never been playable before and characters that are brand new to the franchise. Familiar bosses and over 900 stages are playable. There's 900 stages because it's already a mobile game, a gotcha game that just nickel and dimes you with a bunch of um um why is the microtransactions? Micro, thank you, microtransactions. And they're just making an offline version of that. So Yikes. of course this comes on. I'm like, <gasps> and then I saw that and I was like, wow, that is the biggest fuck you to me I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Can we get an actual Mega Man X game? No, not allowed because iOS exists. What the fuck? I don't want that shit. <laughs> um, oh, um, they showed they showed more of RE4 VR. Um, they showed some Street Fighter 6 shit. And the game's already out. Um, that was the end. Like, that's it. Well, um <laughs> you missed nothing. Oh, and they showed said- and they showed um um <laughs> oh no, I already said that. Extra primal. Yeah, so yeah. You yeah. already knew everything. Um I think Capcom lost the weekend. They um sure I'm going to go into Devolver next, I think, cuz I think Devolver not necessarily did worse, but they weren't as high as I expected for this one. Um yeah, we're usually like Devolver. There's a couple interesting games, though, that I'm looking to play. Uh, first one that they showed off uh, from the Ape Out creators, they announced a game called Baby Steps, which is a literal walking simulator. What? <laughs> um, Baby Steps is a new game from Gabe Cazillo, Ape Out's Maxi Bach, and Quop's Bennett Foddy. And it stars Nate, a 35-year-old fail son who lives in his parents' basement and hasn't done much with his life. That all changed when one day he gets transported to another world and he learns he can walk and put on one foot in front of the other. So, that's a thing. It's a literal walking simulator with fully dynamic onesie soilage system. That's a a Devolver thing. Yeah. Um, Will be exclusively on PS5 and PC in 2024. Um, After that, we had Human Fall Flat 2, which was just being under construction, Uh, so it's a new game coming in the franchise. First one was recent 2016, so this one is on its way out after that. Mm-hmm. Um, no release date or anything like that, but it did show, you know, a bunch of quirky stuff that can happen in those games that, you know, are always a thing. If you if you know Human Fall Flat or Gang Beasts or what was the other yeah. one, the Animal one that's in a different showcase this week, yeah. they're all pretty much the same game, but they're what you're getting. Yeah. Um, next up, Talos Principle 2. Um got more look at that uh i don't believe there was anything worth a damn if i'm being honest with you because i don't really like the look of it It, it's like a puzzle looking game that kind of has portals but it's kind of ominous at the same time but um i'll read the little blurb thing talos principle 2 is where it's announced at the latest playstation showcase and summer games fest fans um gave a new look at the sequel from the original that came out in 2014 so yeah just a big uh, mind-bending puzzle game situation. Um, That's about it. Um, Next up, Wizard with a Gun. This one looks cool as shit. It looks like... It reminds me of Bastion. Yeah. I like the look of it. Um, Nothing crazy. I mean, it's kind of just like, you know... Top-down isometric 
if you if you if you're familiar with Bastion, you know what you're getting yourself into. You're literally a wizard with a gun. Yeah, it's like a you know action RPG esque. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty cool. Art's yep. pretty cool. And a uh, little cartoon they play, and the intro's pretty cool. So, yeah, looks uh, like it looks like it's a great like Steam Deck game. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, it is going to be released on PC, and a single-player demo is available currently. So well, I gotta definitely go check that, that out. Too. I don't know what it launcher it's on, because normally they say Steam with that. But that was Devolver. That was it? That was it. Um, they had a lot of their, you know, usual stuff where, you know, like, it's the, uh, the robot on the stage, and that was kind of quirky a lot of the time. But it wasn't much from Devolver. It was just mm. kind of... Here's some cool stuff. It's cool, but we don't have much. And that's fine, in my mind, at least. Um, okay. Where do you think we go after this? They have the devs, probably. Right? Um, sure. Let me see. Day of the Devs had one game that I specifically want to talk about. And I don't know where it's at, but we'll get to it eventually. <laughs> um, yeah. You want to go back and forth on this one? Because I think there's a decent bit of these. All right. Unless you want to skip a couple. I, I I don't I know this was on while we were in like setting up for other shit. Yeah. This is that one? Okay. How about um, this? I think we need to talk about one game from this because we saw one game collectively together and then there was mm-hmm. another game. So I'll talk about that one first and then we'll talk about the other one. Uh where is it at? Shit. Uh where are you at? There you are. Viewfinder. Hellscape. Oh. But that's the other one I was talking about. Do you want to talk about view? Talk about viewfinder first. Go for it. <laughs> Sad Owl Studios viewfinder. Viewfinder has been shown off a number of times in the past, and previously won EuroPlay 2021, the Eurovision of video games. But it's finally nearing release. The game is a unique puzzle adventure in which players can hold up photographs in front of them, which in turn form a part of the environment. A PS5 really a PS5 demo is available to download today. And the game will be released next month. I will be playing that for next week, I believe. Huh? I will be definitely be playing that uh, demo so that I can talk about it next week for sure. Well, it's available now. I had no idea that that was available right now. Same here. Um, but the other one that was kind of a standout, at least for me, was Hellscape from Phantom Ghost that is going to be early access in early 2024. Oh, yeah. um, it's funny to me because... No offense to whoever wrote this. I think this is Video Game Chronicle. Chronicle yeah. yeah. Um, they wrote, clearly designed with the Tony Hawk games in mind, which is accurate, but it's not as accurate as it could be because this is actually from the devs who worked on Tony Hawk Underground, one of my favorite Tony Hawk games because it felt more like an RPG. You were yourself. There was a story. Yeah. You had to make yourself through the world. It was kind of open world, semi-open world slightly. Mm-hmm. Um but they were talking about the devs on the thing is that what they wanted Tony Hawk underground to be is what this is. It's a skateboarding action roguelite where you can do tricks, chain combos and power up your attacks through the whole entire world. You can update your skateboard, your weapons, your outfit. Um, there's much more to this and it looks fucking phenomenal. It did. I got it. It looked really good. Yeah. This looks like Tony Hawk, but like no offense to that game, but fun. Like that's like us, <laughs> like a sim game in my mind. Like it's still like a fun game. I'm not gonna lie. I love playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater or Underground or whatever. 
this looks like it takes the model that that's on and amps it up to something completely different that I'm looking forward to having immediately when it comes out. So yeah, it looks like this was really my standout. Um, but yeah, all the other games that were shown look good from the screen grabs that are here that were captured, but obviously we were trying to set up for something so we didn't get a big look at it. So go check yeah. out the uh, link in the Discord and you can see what was posted in the day of the devs. Yes, sir. Alright. Now we got Ubisoft, Xbox, and Summer Games Fest left. And we're at an hour thirty minutes. Alright, that's cool. We can if we go at the pace that we were just going at, we can yeah. we can knock these out. Ubisoft first? Uh yeah, we can do Ubisoft. Alright. Take it away. Start oh, start man. us off with what Ubisoft <clears throat> I'm interested in this. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. It has been a long time since Avatar Frontiers of Pandora was first revealed, and at the Ubisoft Forward Showcase, the game reemerged to reveal an action-packed look at its gameplay. Avatar director, the creator James Cameron, also made an appearance to hype up the game, talking about new environment, new environments that can be explored, and the story that will coexist with the events of the Avatar films. The big news here was the release date of the game, as, Ubi- as Ubisoft l- will launch Avatar Frontiers of Pandora on December 7th, this gear has too many games in it. I agree entirely. Um, it did look well done. I yeah. Um, I like it. I I I like what I saw. I just want to see. I just I don't know how to put this. It feels like it's doing a whole lot, and I just want to make sure it can pull off all of these things without compromising the other things. Like, I don't want it to be one of those games that has everything, but doesn't execute well enough on each thing. I feel that. It's a third-person RPG. It's a, it's a first-person shooter. It's mm. like an open world. It, I'm like, okay, like, make sure y'all can do all of this shit. That's a I lot. That. It's very ambitious. They have yeah. the money. It's a it's a um a, it's a it's a big property, so yeah. it's like okay I I see the vision I just want you to follow through that's all. It's also funded by Disney now, so it's like it's just a money hit. Oh yeah, they can just dig themselves into. Um, I like what the uh, article here says that it looks like Far Cry like gameplay. Yeah, I was thinking that it looked more like Cyberpunk in my mind just because of the way that it goes from the first person <clears throat> to the third person stuff. Because um, right. at least with Cyberpunk, when you're on like a motorcycle, you go into third person, and like it looked exactly like that to me. Like it looked like I was on the whatever the fucking flying thing's called um, in this world, and it looked like I was riding like a motorcycle in Cyberpunk for a moment, and then yeah. you know I could use my third person rifle if I wanted to, and just click and shoot something. But um, I, and then the first person looked seamless as shit. Like it was fucking amazing looking. It was when it switched back and forth between the bow and arrow to the like the assault rifle, and mm-hmm. there was like that scene where she slid up underneath one of the robots and shot it. Oh, dude, yeah. that was yeah, yeah. It, was it cool. all looks dope. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, next up, X Defiant. After testing its high octane PvP shooter in a closed beta session, Ubisoft is planning to push the limits on the game with another open beta stress test from June 21st to 23rd that's open to everybody. So I'm going to play right. this because it looks good. Yeah, this is definitely a Chris game. Yeah. 
Um, it looks like a nice alternative to something like a Call of Duty or an Overwatch, um, which I'm looking for. So hopefully mm-hmm. it's pretty good. I'm looking forward to it. It looks like it's going to have uh, five factions, which I guess are like the teams in the game. Um, yeah. Five modes, 14 maps, and 24 total weapons. And then there will be more added of all three of those things with a DLC and I assume a battle pass because every single game that has a gun in it needs a battle pass now. Of course. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. June June 21st, that beta, I'm probably going to try and get in on that. But the next one here. So, oh, yeah. Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. After a debut at Summer Games Fest this month, Ubisoft shared more details on Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. This return to do this return to the 2D roots of the franchise has several hallmarks of the classic and modern games as it mixes brutal combos with platforming sections that require precise control to navigate across. That just sounds like everything I look forward to. We also get a closer look at the return of the time manipulating powers, which can once again be used across the game. The twist here is that the Prince Sar- yeah, Sargon isn't the only person who can use these abilities as other foes can also wield these abilities against you. This game looks like so much fun. Another perfect like steam deck game. Hell yeah. Side scrolling, air dashing, boss fights, weapon. It's everything I look forward to in a game. I feel that. Uh, The one boss looked dope to me. I forget what it was. It was the, you remember that Pixar movie that came out with Chris Pratt and Tom Holland as brothers? Yeah, onward. What it's called? Oh yeah, onward. Yeah. Remember the the fucking the restaurant they went to, and that lady had the scorpion tail lion thing. Yeah, with wings. Mm-hmm. That was in one of the boss fights, and I was like, "That's fucking sick." That was like the one thing that I was like, mm, "I need to get to that for sure." <laughs> so I'm gonna play this game. I think, even though I'm not good at them. So it it, uh, it looks like a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Uh. Next up, The Division Resurgence. Uh, it's gearing up for launch soon, and it's going to be free to play, apparently. Um, Ubisoft debuted a new CG trailer. Like the main Division game, the trailer for the mobile spinoff revealed plenty of action, exotic gadgets, and tense missions against other players in quarantine dark zones. So that's coming oh. to your mobile fucking phones. <laughs> this is the one you were like, they did the thing. <laughs> yep, they did the thing where it was a really hyper-animated, really realistic well done animated mm, I, cinematic I thought it was a sequel i was like oh shit yeah. i also did until then immediately we were greeted by the you know five inch screen of a cell phone holding the <laughs> gameplay on it so uh i don't know i mean it's free to play so like um, i can't be mad at it there's no reason to be but it's one of those things where i'm like i think we need to let mobile gaming go not in a way where it's like get rid of it entirely but like it's not something that belongs on these types of shows, in my opinion. They like, gotta include it. I feel like they should have their own show for mobile games. But like then, entirely. Then every show, every company would have a mobile game show. They wouldn't put it all in one. No, like, I mean just one mobile game show. Kind of like Keely is just like, here's Mobile Game Fest or some shit. Oh, okay. And it's just you, mobile games. That's it. <laughs> and everybody can be a part of it. <laughs> That's what I prefer. Obviously, that's just me, but it's all good. I got you. Next up, we got a musical performance. <laughs> Skull and Bones. While Skull and Bones is still off from its 
far off from its initial release date. A new closed beta for Ubisoft's Pirate Adventure game. Yeah, the closed beta will be held from August 25th through the 28th, and registrations are now open. I did not remember that part from the show. I just remembered there was a musical performance. Yo. (laughs) And I'm I'm cool. What was my oh, comment in the fucking in Discord? I said I this no game idea. can do everything but release. Except come out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this game has been talked about for five years? Like, yeah. What? Still ain't coming. Ain't coming at all. No. Speaking of not coming, the Crew Motor Fest. That's a thing. I don't care. We're moving on. Cars go fast and look nice. I'm not even talking about it because I'm going to talk about the next thing. Captain <laughs> Laserhawk. A Blood Dragon remix. This was kind of a weird part of the show. It was. That because, dude was um, weird, but uh, he's dope, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that dude being Adi Shanker. Um, mm-hmm. If you guys don't know who he is, he's made multiple things that are very, very cool, including the uh, live-action Power Rangers Gritty remake that's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. That uh, he, I, I don't know if he got a season assist for it, but it was something along those lines. But um, two years after Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon anime spinoff was first announced, this has been debuted, and it's going to be filled with Ubisoft Easter eggs. And it's made from the same people that did Castlevania. So you and it's going to be on it. Netflix. So there's that. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what this show is at all. Me and I think either. that's the point. So yeah. we're looking forward to it, though. They did their Next. job. They showed and said enough to where, like, well, I'm at least interested. Oh, yeah, for sure. When she said Castlevania, I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, for sure. All right, I hope everybody's ready to get their Assassin's Creed on because there's a lot of it. Um, I've been doing it for a week. True. Assassin's Creed Nexus. You, Ubisoft first teased its Assassin's Creed virtual reality game at the Meta Showcase, but at its dedicated event, it showed off a slick, pre-rendered CG trailer of the tone and direction that it's aiming for. The big takeaway here is that you won't just play as one assassin from the series, but three of them. Ezio, Connor, and Cassandra will all be playable protagonists, and you'll be able to take control of them across their perspective time periods when it releases during the 2013, 20, wow, 2023 holiday season for MetaQuest 3 and two VR headsets. I might get that. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, I've VR games go. I it's funny because I only know Connor of the three, and it's because mm-hmm. it was my favorite one. I've never played with a game of Ezio, and I think that's the Spartan one. Cassandra, Ezio, like the first one. Oh, and you oh, talking about Cassandra? Yeah, she I think she's a Spartan. I think Spartan, right? Yeah, I've never played Ezio or Cassandra, so while I'm going to end up playing those missions if I get the game, because obviously. I'm mm-hmm. definitely more so into uh, the Connor part because I remember when we were I was watching the trailer and the first one they show is Connor and mm-hmm. all I see is his tomahawk, which is the assassin's logo on a tomahawk, and I'm like, I fucking know what that is, dude. I'm playing that <laughs> game right now, and I fucking loved it. Dope. Speaking <clears> of <throat> loving it, next up we got two more Assassin's Creeds. Um. Assassin's Creed Mirage. Just a few months left to go before it launches in October. A new trailer for Assassin's Creed Mirage was revealed. More of Basim's story and his intro- induction to the Hidden Ones. Um, it was just some cool gameplay. It looks like Assassin's Creed. That's it. 
Yeah. I didn't I didn't see anything new that was shocking. The no offense to them, but I feel like Ubisoft's like rendering is still stuck in like PS3 era. Like while it's still while like the textures and stuff look great, like the modeling and like the way that it looks like overall yeah. looks like a PlayStation 3 game. Like it doesn't look like how Spider-Man looked with its remaster. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how they could be real people. Like these are like that's a video game person. That right. looks like it's from Skyrim, you know? Right. So this is there's the new that. one though, right? This is the new one, yeah. And then yeah. they teased this uh, other one Triple down M. below. Yeah. With Assassin's Creed Jade. Jade. Between back to basics entries and the exciting prospect of the first person Assassin's Creed action and virtual reality, Ubisoft also managed to squeeze in a quick reveal for Assassin's Creed Jade. This mobile, this this mobile will be free to play and follows a traditional Assassin's Creed style of gameplay. Set in ancient China, registrations for the closed beta on the game's official website are now open. Cool. Now let's talk about the real story here. Yes. Star Wars Outlaws. Mm-hmm. This game looks very cool, but also it looks like a type of game that I'm not a huge fan of, so I'll have to force myself to play through it, but... <laughs> Star Wars Outlaws is Ubisoft's open-world game set in a galaxy far away, arrived in grand fashion. As an extended gameplay trailer for Star Wars Outlaws had plenty to show off. Set in the outer rim of Star Wars, Outlaws puts you in the boots of Kay Vess, an opportunistic thief who becomes the most wanted outlaw in the galaxy and has to pull off the greatest heist of all time if she wants to escape the Galactic Empire and its Imperial Army. Um, so in the demo... What we saw was uh, the third-person action. There's high-speed chases and even some space combat. One of the things that was dope about it is that it's open world. And not only open world, open galaxy. So while there's not the entire galaxy of planets that you can go to, the specific ones that are, you could be in the middle of a dogfight with a couple of TIE fighters, find an opening, and jump to light speed immediately if you wanted to. And that's fucking sick. The opera, like, it just... Again, like they just gotta stick the landing, but it sounds and looked really good. Yeah, to me, I will say the shooting I did not love the look of. Mm-hmm. It was very much reminiscent of The Last of Us or Uncharted or Gears, where you have to stay behind a target, like Run a little cover. barricade, and then peek mm-hmm. over and shoot. And no offense to whoever played the demo, but they couldn't shoot for shit. Um, and they were missing a lot of shots. So I was like, oh, this is, it was kind of <laughs> a little cringe, to say the least. Like, why would you want to make the look the best? But whatever. Either way, I thought it was really cool looking. Uh, I'm not really a big fan of those type of shooters, but I'll play it because it's Star Wars. And it looks <clears> like another good game where we're going to get like a main protagonist that's just cool. Kind of like Cal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, <clears throat> I think what they kind of hit a chord where it's just like they made a game that will appeal to the average gamer Mm -hmm. because I mean, all jokes aside, I'm not star Wars guy, but watching this, I was like, I want to play this game because it looks like a good video game. Hell yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Next up, we got the Xbox showcase. We're getting getting close to that big boy, the Summer Games Fest. 
Uh, they started off with uh, Fable. Um, I didn't really know what this was, <clears throat> to be honest with you. Uh, right. According to the description here, it had IT Crowd's Richard Oyoide playing the starring role. I, I didn't know who he is because I've never watched the show. Me neither, um, but I just, I just know of the show. Gotcha. Um, but he had some cheeky humor, apparently. Um, we don't know when the game's coming out, but Xbox did confirm it's coming to Game Pass day one. So, yeah. Thanks, Xbox, for letting us know a game Ooh. that you announced years ago is still coming. Yep. I mean, they still had a trailer coming. this time, so a real trailer. The other one was like a teaser. What this is mean, a teaser too? There's been no like gameplay yet. Teaser two, literally. That's yeah, like there's, there's no gameplay. <clears throat> so, dope. Where the fuck is uh, Perfect Dark? Next. <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty gets a trailer and a release date. Phantom Liberty, the big Cyberpunk 2077 story expansion, is coming on September 26th. Jesus, year. We also got a big trailer for the game showing off the return of Keanu Reeves and the introduction of Idris Elba. Phantom Liberty's missions will take players to an entirely new area of Night City. This looks fire. It looks amazing. And apparently there was a tweet thread that I found. And apparently this game is like redone from the top down. I saw that same tweet. Or did you send it to me? I saw it. I might have, but I don't know. And I am so excited for this. I was going to do my last and final playthrough where I'm the, the people from out in the uh, the desert, mm-hmm. the nomads. I was going to start it. But now I don't want to start it until the DLC comes out. Because if the game's completely different in the way that it is, and like with the minor details that they were talking about, like the, the clothing options and your armor and shit, mm-hmm. I'm so down to play that game fully again with that new setup. So... I can't lie, I was watching it and it made me want to like, okay, I kind of want to play this. Yeah, it's worth it, man. It's a great fucking game. The story is phenomenal. Gameplay is good, but I'm sure it will be better with what the updates that they did are. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, Next up, Avowed is coming in 2024. Um, Obsidian's long-awaited fantasy RPG, Avowed, finally has a release window for next year. Our big look at the game showed caves, spiders, bears, oh my, spellcasting, sword combat, and a ton of other fantasy elements. Coming on Game Pass sometime in 2024. Sometime. Sometimes. Uh, let me see. <laughs> a one terabyte, terabyte, terabyte Xbox Series S is coming September 1st. Uh, Xbox head Phil Spencer revealed the new one terabyte Xbox Series S, which comes in black and is launching, which comes in black and is launching on September 1st. Spencer said Xbox is responding to complaints that the Series S didn't have enough storage with with this new model. Um, it will retail at $349, $349, which is $50 more than the 512 gigabyte Xbox Series S. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean... You want a little middle ground Xbox? If you want an Xbox Series S Pro, bam. Boom. There it um, is. Next up, I guess we'll truncate what our thoughts were, but Starfield gets a new trailer ahead of the Direct. The Direct did happen. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in danger because that game looks phenomenal, and I'm going to put so much time into it. It's like No Man's yeah. Sky on crack. Yes. It is super steroided up, No Man's yeah. Sky. There's not much I can say about it besides that. So 
that's it. Um, all I'm saying is that it looks like Starfield is gonna be it for Xbox. So looking yeah, forward to all it. their 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 money is they're like double, tripling, quadrupling down on Starfield for the year. Hell yeah. I don't even know what this next thing is. Compulsion Games is South of Midnight revealed. Uh, we happy few developer Compulsion Compulsion Games revealed its next project, South of Midnight. The game is coming to Xbox Series X and S on Game Pass as well as PC via Steam. The teaser trailer for the game showed a mysterious character playing a guitar on a river while the main character, Hazel, is looking for a monster with teeth-like knives. Um, yeah, so they showed this. No release date. Uh, teaser Ooh. trailer. Nice. Um, it's time to skip through a couple because Ubisoft Star Wars Outlaws was coming and that happened afterwards. Ports of Mozart Sport is the thing I don't care about. And then <laughs> Clockwork Revolution. Uh, the main show ended with Clockwork Revolution, a new game from Inzile, I guess as I say, in due time. It appears to be a first-person shooter with a in exile. That makes more sense. What did I say originally? Inzile or something? Inzile. Inzile. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But it bears to be a first-person shooter with Steambug theme. There were a few hints of time manipulation mechanics, and it's coming to Game Pass on day one. This didn't look bad i just since it's like a kind of teaser i just i want to know more about it i feel that entirely um a lot of these are like not that great like they're like okay um metaphor re fantasio fantasio is coming and i usually i would uh be with you like eh, what the hell is this let's give it but it's from the people who brought you Persona. So I'm um, for if you're into like especially Persona 5, which was huge, this looks like your something you need to be keeping your eyes on. For sure. It says um, the game looks to retain a lot of Persona style, but with a totally new world. It's coming sometime in 2024. Hell yeah. Um, after that, we got a game called from Spiritfarer Studio. A co-op action game, the studio behind Spiritfarer revealed a new raid-focused action game called 33 Immortals. Top-down action game maintains gorgeous hand-drawn visuals of Spiritfarer, and the game supports up to 33 players at once. That's insanity. Yeah. Um, I remember I saw a clip of someone reacting to this live, the Xbox showcase, and they were like, Was oh, it it's co-op. Funny? Uh, maybe. I don't know. The guy I fell out of his seat well, or some shit. Same, but, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, it was like, it's co-op, maybe like four people. Oh, maybe like eight, 33. So that's a number. <laughs> Craziness. Um, speaking of three, what's up next? Payday 3 gameplay and release date revealed. We got a brand new look at Payday 3 gameplay showing all the bang heist antics you would expect. We saw a car chase, rooftop gunfights, and plenty of tools and contraptions to help players get their payday. The game is coming to Game Pass on Xbox Series X and S on September 21st. I wonder how much it's going to be on PC. I've never played a payday before. They're fun. They're a good time. With I friends. heard they were. Yeah. Um, next up, Persona 3 Reload was officially released. I don't really know what that is, so I'm just going to the next one. Oh, wait. HD Persona Remake. 5 Tactical revealed. So many fucking Personas. I don't know anything about them, so I can't comment about them. 
Persona 3 Reload is just a remake of HD remake of Persona 3. At least that's what I think it is. They already had leaks mm. prior to the show. Um, it brings Persona 3 in line with Persona 5 from a gameplay and visual standpoint. So, you know, beefed up Persona 3. All right. <clears throat> um, Persona 5 Tactica is just a tactics Persona game in the Persona 5 world. Huh. That's so, dumb. The game is a Fire Emblem style tactics take on the world of Persona 5. Cool. Um, I feel like the, the rest of these are just like not that important. You know, people, real quick, see if Thieves gets a Monkey Island crossover, Microsoft Flight Simulator is coming back um, with a brand new game. Uh, Hellblade Doom 2 crossover. is coming next year mm-hmm. what happened what did you say that's a it's a dune crossover with Microsoft. oh i thought it was just a brand new flight simulator it, it is but it also has the the, the dune crossover oh, like the, the little little dragonfly john from the movie yeah i got you well that you got that to look forward to now nah. for people who uh want to simulate some flights not i here yeah <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Um, Senua Saga Hellblade 2 is coming next year. We saw some of this game. There's another one. This, this seems like this will be Xbox's like 2024 banger. Oh, yeah, they've been sure. hyping this up for a while. And this the first one has like a cult. It's like a mm-hmm. cult classic for Xbox. So more of that coming. It looks amazing. That's one thing I can say about it. Graphically, it looks amazing. Um, it says we finally have a release window for Hellblade 2, which is coming next year on Xbox Series X, S, and PC, plus a brand new trailer for the sequel, which once again showcased the impressive next gen visuals. Hell yeah. Um, next up after that, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth revealed for 2024. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon follow up um, called Infinite Wealth. We see the main character Ichiban wash up on the shore Hawaii fully nude. Cool. I don't like Yakuza games after I've just found that out. Um, and then New this Jersey is coming different. to Fallout 76, Atlantic City. Whoop de doo. Next up, take away <laughs> this one. This one looks neat. Capcom reveals Path of the Goddess. Capcom revealed a brand new game called Path of the Goddess, an action focused game with horror themes. Very hacky like, slashy. Get very high to that. Based. Huh? You got to get high while you play this game, bro. Yeah, the, the, the imagery. pretty colors. Yeah, imagery will uh, do it to you. But it looks cool. Capcom, like I keep saying, has been on a roll. The uh, new IP from them looks interesting, looks fun. Um, Very uh, heavy on the art style. <clears throat> very heavy on the hack and slash, a lot of magic. Seems like, what, like samurai times? Kind of, yeah. It looks yeah. like a Witcher game. Um, what? In the same kind of setting as uh, your Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. That type of setting. Yeah. Kind of. Um, this next one, I do not remember. I feel like we got to take a second to say IGN makes terrible lists. Because a lot of these games at the end here 
Like, I kind of just want to speed run the last four of these and just get to the Summer Games Fest. We can do that, because the last of these games is just kind of like... Yeah, like, IGN needs to get their shit together. Uh, Banner Saga creators reveal Towerborn. Towerborn is coming from the creators of Banner Saga Trilogy. It's a co-op adventure in an ever-changing world. Uh, 2024. Uh, Still Wakes the Deep, short teaser trailer. Uh, showed a short teaser trailer by exploring an abandoned oil rig. Game is coming to Game Pass on day one next year. Uh, what is this one? This Dungeons one I feel like I remember. I don't even remember this. Oh, I remember this one. I like the look of this one. I like the style and shit. Um, you're exploring all over the place, kind of like skating around and shit. So that seems to be a common theme that's coming back in games of like skating. And then it also also looks like 80s at certain points as well. Mm. Like it goes from being like a third person over the shoulder fighter, like Final Fantasy 7 or 16. Oh, wait, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So that I like the look of this one. Um, I'm just going to do the last like three because these are dumb. Elder Scrolls Online Necrom is a DLC that's coming. Cool. City Skylines 2. Is coming, make skylines and stuff. And then a uh, climbing game called Jusan. It's apparently rated everyone and super loud. That sure is a game. It's like Death Stranding, but climbing. So, yeah, I saw this. And at first I was like, is this Xbox's Breath of the Wild? Until I realized it's just all climbing. I was like, well, no, it's not. I don't know what this is. Yeah. It's just the only climbing expansion of. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. <laughs> you want to um, climb more? But now we're on to our final showcase, the one that started it all. There's a lot of repeats in this one, which is nice because then we can, yeah, we can get right end it. quicker. And I need to go to the bathroom badly. All right. So, well, boom, boom. We'll already skip the first one. There's Prince of Persia. Yeah. Mortal Kombat 1, they showed gameplay. Looks amazing. Um, Phenomenal. Bringing back a lot of classic out- classic outfits from the original characters. They show mm-hmm. some fatalities. They, fast-paced um, tag team act, tag team fighting. It, it looks super, super dope. They this is where they pretty much world premiered the gameplay. So mm-hmm. it was it was dope to watch. Um, still on track to release September nineteenth, twenty twenty three. Oh yeah. What else? Let me see. Path of Exile. Path of Exile. What the fuck was this? I do this not is like a. It reminded me of Diablo. Yeah. Very much a Diablo clone. Diablo action, uh, top-down action game, pretty much. Yo, this next one, I did not expect. This is one of the ones where... (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like, Metal Ryu and Street Fighter? (laughs) The craziest part about this is the fact that we just found out in this same episode that Exoprimal isn't out yet. And... They're already doing a Exoprimal X Street Fighter Six yep. collab. So pretty much we're getting a bunch of the characters from Street Fighter imported into Exoprimal, looking like metal versions of themselves, kind of like robot omnic type shit. Yeah. Um, but I we're gonna play Exoprimal when that comes out, because that'll be fun. Yeah, we've been talking about it too much to not play it. True. Uh next up, big one. Nicholas <laughs> Cage. This was a little, it was a fun time in the show right here. Yeah. It was very goofy. Um, just cause he was kind of just talking about very actory shit, like mm-hmm. how fulfilling it is to be in a new media form and shit. And it was, it was cool. Cause you could tell that he was genuinely excited, but I'm also yeah. like, 
why is this the game that you were genuinely excited about being in? No offense to Dead by Daylight by any means. It's just oh, I heard about this. He, why? Dead by Daylight, his his kid. Well, yeah, his kid plays it a lot, so he wanted I, to be in a game that his kid was playing. That's cool. Then I like that, but I'm also like maybe be in a different game, please. <laughs> like, what else does your kid play? Yeah, yes, maybe more just, than that, right? I want a triple A game where Nicolas Cage is like the antagonist. That's that'd be funny. Yeah, that'd be a good time. Yeah. Uh, Witcher season three, volume three, volume one. What I don't too many fucking volumes. Witcher, shit. The Witcher three season three, three. Volume, volume one trailer. Netflix um, is Witcher three season three. It's I thought it was just The Witcher. I don't know. Why are they saying The Witcher 3? It's a great question. Um, I don't you made know. that mistake twice. Sorry. My bad. It's dumb, for sure. I'm also, like, in the mindset of, like, I don't think I care about this show anymore. Because after the season, Henry Cavill's no longer in it. And in my mind, it's going to be too jarring of a change. Like, from Henry Cavill to uh, the whatever Hemsworth brother it is. And I might just skip out on it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But after that, this was a moment where my arm was gripped with intensity. Uh, Sonic. What? Man, listen. I was not informed. I keep, keep You were not. This. this did not come across my desk. Um, Sega is, re- is putting out Sonic Superstars, a new Sonic the Hedgehog game a new 2D Sonic the Hedgehog game that leans into the classic style from its original title, but with a modern touch. Um, where you can play as Sonic, Knuckles, Tails, Amy. Um, it really is just classic Sonic. Just, you know, HD'd up. Run around at the speed they, of sound. Yeah, they've, they've done this before. I'm hoping they learn their lesson because they came out with Sonic four around xbox 360 time Mm -hmm. and it was not a great (laughs) sonic game it was they tried to they went back to 2d and everything and it Mm -hmm. was like very it felt cheap it it felt like they wrote they put the work the name sonic 4 on it but like you just played through a bunch of old stages just like in a modern way and it, it didn't feel good it didn't feel like it didn't have like the physics of mm-hmm. classic Sonic. So it's like, if you do this, you have to make it reminiscent of like the Genesis style Sonic games, mm-hmm. which is why I wish they would have just made Sonic Mania 2. Like, I don't know why they're not making that. That was the most successful Sonic game like in the last decade. I don't know if Sonic Frontiers beat that. I don't think it did. But Sonic Mania it was like praised. It was like the best reviewed and selling Sonic game in a long time. I don't know why they won't make a sequel to that. I don't know, but this one looked good. I like the look of this. I like the way you can switch back and forth too, like between styles, it seems. Yeah. Like, you can go back between the the 2.5D and uh, just straight up 2D pixel art. And then, what was the one character at the end that, like, almost was teased in 3D and then they didn't do it? Uh, Knack. Knack, for people who don't know, he originated in a... Game Gear Sonic game, which is a throwback Sega handheld console. He was in Sonic Triple Trouble, which was a game that came out on that handheld. 
Um, God damn. So they brought him back for this. So he's a deep cut. Like, Hell I'm yeah. sure kids are seeing that now and be like, who the fuck is that guy? For sure. Yeah. Knack was around in like 1991. Like <clears throat> it's, a, it's a weird odd choice to bring back. But for people like me who were there, it's just like, oh shit, look at that. I only want, I know one Knack. There's only one Knack in my heart. No, uh, of course. That Knack. Knack two, baby. Knack two, uh, baby. <laughs> next up, we had some bullshit stuff. Uh, Honkai Star Rail. I don't care about these games. They do this every showcase. The fact that, and I think this isn't even the only one. There's more that we're about to talk about lower down. But like, it's it's a Genshin Impact reskin to look different, like theme wise. But it's the exact same fucking game. And here's the thing: it has its audience. It's fine. But all it is is a gotcha game. That's all it is. Just it doesn't look game. like. Well, never mind. I was about to say it doesn't look like a. Um. Fuck, I'm I'm dying. Genshin. Genshin. My memory is my, well, my brain fair, is upstairs asleep. Genshin doesn't look like a game that's a gotcha game either until you get into it and they're constantly saying spend money so you get the, this character. You got to spend money. You got to roll for this character. It's I just mean like gameplay slow. wise because I think Genshin, the one they said was like Breath of the Wild at first. Yeah. Until you get into it. This yeah, looks like some. I don't know what this looks. Like. It doesn't look like it plays like that. But it doesn't like just an MMO, like a giant RPG, but you also have to, like you said, spend money to get further. Yeah. Blah, 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 no. blah, blah. Personally, I won't be touching it. Uh, I'm also going to do this next one as well. Lies of P. I played the demo. It was saying that it's coming out September 19th. The demo is available. Go play the demo. It's okay. Um, next up, kind of a shock reveal. I'm In a way that none of us knew about it. Sandland. A gorgeous new trailer for Sandland was shown. Offering a taste of gameplay. The game comes from the mind of Akira Toriyama and looks a lot like Dragon Quest. The <laughs> It looks like a dope little RPG. It looks fun. It looks like it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's a brand new IP. Looks kind of open world RPG-esque. I think, I don't know, it looks good. Bandai Namco is making it. I'm going to keep my eye on it. We didn't get a uh, date. All right. Um... I'm going to skip this next one because I didn't think this looked worth talking about because it's from Amazon Games. I remember uh, this. Now that I'm looking at, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm just going to say the title, Throne and Liberty, was revealed from Amazon Games. I don't think it looks anything special, and it's kind of sad that it took Amazon Games this long to put something like this out, in my opinion. <laughs> next up was Alan Wake 2. We got more gameplay footage, which was not more gameplay footage. <laughs> because they showed us gameplay. But all that gameplay was was bits from the the original trailer we saw, just put together, mm-hmm. and with the actual audio from the game. If you look at the original trailer, everything that you see in this gameplay reveal happens in the trailer already with the UI and everything. So yeah. it's like, I don't know. Um, I just thought it was a waste of time because of that reason specifically, but I'm looking forward to uh, getting points for this in my fantasy league, October 17th, because it's going to be good. Uh, Next. Warhammer 40. This game's not out. Well, I guess this is for something else. Warhammer 40k Space Marine 2 trailer. Um, received a new trailer with an emphasis on cooperative gameplay. It featured some cinematics, but also featured snippets of gameplay throughout. I've never played a Warhammer game, 
this kind of reminds me of Gears. Like it looks like Gears. Over the shoulder, third person. Like it. Yeah. It looks like Gears of War. Looks fun. Like if you if it is Gears of War, then it looks like a good time. Oh, for sure. This is so, definitely a good looking game that we could play like co op for like a video or something. This would be fun. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how much money it's gonna cost though. It looks like there's a collector's edition at the end that was very expensive. Um, I don't even know what this is. Why do I not remember any of these? I remember oh, I remember this. I was now. confused then. Um, new game called Yes Your Grace Universe was launching in 2024 called Snowfall, and Summer Games Fest featured a new trailer for it. It's very cool looking. Um, I love this animation style. It is kind of 2.5D, where it's like it's got a little bit of dimension to it. And it's not just a fully flat uh, area. There's lighting and everything. Um, Gameplay-wise, I'm not super sure what's going on. Um, it looks like you're, like, the king of a kingdom. And, like, you have to, like, make decisions and shit. But there's also war for some reason. Mm-hmm. I, That's about all I can gather from it. Other than that, the style is the thing that I think stands out the most out of everything. Um, next up, though, I don't know how I feel about this one. Toxic Commando by John Carpenter. First-person horror shooter Toxic Commando received a new trailer depicting the hordes of the undead and wild action gameplay. <laughs> it comes from horror legend John Carpenter and launches in 2024. It, I, it just looks like Left 4 Dead. Yeah, it, like, it looks like zombie game number six. Yeah. I will say, obviously, the graphics are a little bit better than a Left 4 Dead or a uh, what's the one that came out? back for blood like the Mm -hmm. graphics are definitely like in a more realistic and better situation here but like Mm -hmm. i don't like these kinds of games like it's another one of those like oh no there's a giant horde of zombies shoot them it's here's i I don't get it personally like call of duty zombies never appealed to me but like at least with that it felt like i don't know it was more of like an arcade situation than these where it's like the entire game is this you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i wasn't mad at zombies for existing because it was like it's a separate thing inside of this game that i also got when i paid for the main game and i didn't have to pay extra for it cool this is an entire game that is just call of duty zombies true like uh, i don't think it's much worth it because also like back for blood and fucking left for dead did it right the first time and they're cheap as shit and still are good so why the yeah, fuck would I play that? Um, but yeah, uh, after that, we got a release date for Marvel Spider-Man 2 and the show, which is mm-hmm. kind of shocking. I, I will say we didn't really expect yeah. that to come, but October 20th is the release date. Um, so the end of this yep. year, everyone's wallets are fucked. Yep, because um, nobody's not getting that. Everybody's yeah. getting that. <laughs> I'm for sure getting the deluxe edition. Same. I talked myself out of that collector's edition immediately. Um, I'm also getting deluxe. Hell yeah. Next up, Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis, a new mobile game in development at Square Enix. Summer Games Fest gave us a look at the upcoming game with a new trailer. Players can sign up for the closed beta test on Android from June 8th to June 28th. No, I won't be doing that. Yeah, but that's not to shit on anybody who is doing that. I won't be doing that. I'm waiting um, for the, the next full Final Fantasy 7 game, which we'll get to. 
I feel that. Um, speaking of a game that I don't think I'm going to play, because I just haven't been impressed by it so far, uh, Banisher's Ghosts of New Eden. Um, I believe we saw a cinematic trailer for this a little bit ago, where it's like you're a dude and a chick, but the chick's a ghost and shit. Yeah, like his like wife ghosts. or something? Maybe. Yeah, it's his wife. So that's a thing. I don't think it looks impressive in the least bit. I also feel like it's just not something that I'm looking towards myself. It's one of those games where a lot of the attacks are magic-based and it's just particle effects everywhere. And while it looks cool, it doesn't mm. communicate well to me, at least in my brain, of what's happening. So I've never been a fan of those types of games. So sadly, I, mean, I, I know I it's in the works, but the gameplay segments they showed, it's like it looked like it still needs work. Oh, yeah, for sure. The gameplay really kind of like set in stone for me that I'm not like keeping track of this game, if I'm yeah. being honest. Like, yeah. I'll pay attention when it comes out and see what's going down, but I'm not, this is not in the forefront of my brain ever, yeah. probably. So, right. after that, like a dragon, Gaiden, the man who erased his name. Yeah. Trailer. Sega showed off a new trailer for Like a Dragon, Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name, which features gameplay and it will launch November 9th, 2023. So if you're familiar with uh, Like a Dragon, you know what to get into. It's another one of those. Another one of some goofy ass action. There is literally a scene of a man taking a vertical billboard and beating people up in the street with it. Yep. I could do that in Yakuza 0 as well. And it was old Yakuza there too. action right there. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've pretty much just uh, soured my taste for that, to say the least. Um, next up, we got an Under the Water game called Under the Waves. Um, I don't know if this is supposed to be like a horror game or if it's just supposed to be like ominous, constantly. Moody game, like yeah. Um, I'm feel like I'm leaning more towards that of what it's trying to be because there's never anything in the trailer that's like outright scary. But it doesn't feel like there's like an ominous feel like there's something in the darkness that you can't see at all times. So right. interesting, but nothing that I'm like super keen on. Gotcha. Um, ironically, the thumbnail for this video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call of Duty season four. Uh, a quick look at the upcoming season of Call of Duty was shown during Summer Games Fest. Season four will include a new map called Vondel, which will launch on june 14th 2023 so what the what day is tomorrow yeah as of this recording is tomorrow as of friday it was two days ago true yeah um i still need to play warzone i'm I'm trying to drop into warzone some point soon um i'm gonna do real quick for the next two ones uh faye farm trailer (laughs) um farming game don't need to talk about it during the stream um, after that was Marvel Snap, the mobile card game update, um, which was kind of weird. I don't know if like this guy, the guy that was on stage was kind of weird to say the least. Yeah. Um, but I don't like that game. So we're going to move on from that. Uh, next was Lease Fanga, the Time Shift Warrior. Um, gameplay trailer was shown and I got to double check it and see what it's like. It kind of looks like Over a Hades. top action. Yeah. But you can rewind time and shit too, which mm. is pretty neat. I dig that. Um, yeah, just simple like not not a Hades reskin, but practically, you know. 
similar gameplay, new mechanics. Yeah. Um, I mean, unique mechanics. But not as good art style. Yeah, not as good art style. Doesn't look bad though. So I mean, I guess we'll just oh, no. wait to yeah. see how that shapes up. Jesus, this game. <laughs> More magic and particles. Um, Immortals of Avium. During Summer Games Fest, we got to look at the gameplay for Immortals of Avium. This first-person action game will feature magic at the forefront with an emphasis on combat and exploration. I'm not sold on this game. Every single time they show it, I'm, like, a little less and less sold. Is it weird that, like, these first-person magic games makes me just want to be like, like, oh, my God, just grab the pistol. Like, I just want to see you pick up a gun at this point. <laughs> That would be pretty funny if that was a part of the story. Pick up I, the I, Uzi. Go. I just don't like the look of the thing that's on the guy's arm. Like it looks stupid. Like without being like, like the magic and stuff is fine. Like the way that mm. it's being used, but like the the fucking giant hook thing on his arm. Like what the fuck? Like it looks so dumb. Man. But you know you're gonna see people cosplaying that shit at whatever. Yeah, it, it's um, like. You know what? It, it's not that. It's just the fact that like the hands are always just like on the screen. It's just like like yeah. at this point, just get get the gun, dog. I feel that this is made by a former Call of Duty devs, so that's, that's it a makes plus. sense why it looks like this, and it does feel very Call of Duty esque in the shooting. So mm-hmm. there's that. I just don't I'm not vibing with it as much as I should be. Um, and I maybe. feel like we're like down on some of these, like these last two events at the very least. But it's more so yeah. like it's more so we found our favorite stuff, and you can kind of, I think yeah. we've been doing this enough, like a long enough time, where you can tell which games are going to like be the ones later, and which are going to like kind of fall to the wayside. For sure, I feel like this game could be very good. It's just I need a demo. I think like yeah. we need a decent demo of this. Be hands on. Because just watching it is not, it's not giving me the fun that I think it would be, is, right. if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah um, next up after that, Fortnite Chapter 4 dropped its season four, or season 3 trailer, rather, um, mm-hmm. which has Optimus Prime. Um, they added uh, Optimus Primal to the, the Fortnite store, uh, took out the Web Swingers, put in a new gun that's shown on the left in this uh, video. It has it's called the flapjack rifle, so it's got like a like a, a flapjack pancake of bullets, which is pretty cool. Um, and then they also put in a shotgun, not the one that's pictured there, that is extremely overpowered, called the drum shotgun, and it is pretty much a pick that up and win gun. Really? <laughs> Even if it's like gray and like the worst of a rarity version that has the least damage output, it is insanely good to use. And you can fucking kill someone very fast with it. So there's that. But the last thing that we have to talk about in this whole entire showcase, which I think is probably the biggest thing, most likely. But take it oh, away. for sure. Um, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Square Enix finally gave us a first look at Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, the second part in the remake series. It featured an in-depth look at gameplay with footage of Cloud and the rest of the cast including new faces. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth launches early 2024 on two discs. Two discs in current day is insane to me. It's almost like this 
How long is this shit? If it has to be on two discs on a PS5. Yeah. There's also a part of me that's like, what if they're just doing it to be like a gimmick? You know, like it's really not that big of a game, but it's more like of a like an homage to the games back then that did do the two disc yeah. setup. This game had that- four originally on PS1. Uh, I don't know. I think I this know. could be pretty cool, but I, I gotta re-download this because I technically stopped before I got anywhere worth a damn, damn story-wise. So I think I've seen Sephiroth twice mm. in hallucinations. So I'm not deep at all into the lore of this. I want to know: Is it PS5 exclusive? Um, I feel like it's gotta be. Unless out like twenty twenty four, yeah, I could see it definitely being a PS five exclusive thing, but maybe the two discs thing is because it's still on PS four. That could also be a situation, like they oh. couldn't fit everything that was going to be on that one disc for a PS four specifically, and then they just had to up res for the PS five version, maybe. Maybe, and it's still I guess what's, what's going to tell the. I want to know the size of the game because I'm not buying the physical one. So I want to know how big the download is going to be. I feel like you got to buy the physical one though because it's two discs, you know? As like a holy shit, it's 2024. I got to get these two discs. <laughs> like $140. Like, I mean, nah. like, think about it, yo. This shit's like first time in history in the next gen era where we've had to have two discs since what year? I don't know. When the last game they had two discs, was it like a PS2 game? I remember two discs in PS2 time. I don't remember any game. It was very rare. Because even then, it was like more room on disc where you didn't need to do that. Mm-hmm. So to fast forward three generations, and we're at PS5 time in 2020, it's going to be, it's going to be 2024. Yeah. is insanity to me. What if they were like, this game takes 400 hours to beat? I think at that point, I'd be like, "Mm, nah. (laughs) Yeah. As beautiful and great as I might think it is, I would not want to play that long. I feel that. Yeah. um, That was definitely probably the biggest one that was revealed uh, this weekend besides Spider-Man's release date. Other than that, there was a lot of stuff that I think stood out. One of those was from the the day of the devs. That skateboarding game is probably like my number one highlight, just because I was like, "That's fucking sick!" and what I want right now. Mm-hmm. Um, at least with Spider Man, it's like I I knew it was coming. You know, like that's not I can't get more hype just because a date was released. So that's already at a certain point. So the highlight for me was definitely uh, that I think Hellscape. And I gotta go play the the viewfinder demo on PlayStation, but yeah, we made it through. It's we two hours it. and thirty minutes long. This podcast is the longest episode in a long time. Yeah, um, it's gonna be a bitch to edit. I tell you what, I mean, maybe not. Maybe we don't have to edit much out. We didn't have any really no interruptions. It might be really yeah. easy, actually. Yeah, true. Well, I'm super tired and need to use the restroom. Me too to both of those things. With that being said, anyone Mm -hmm. who's hanging out in the chat, anyone who's watching this later in the week and made it to this part of the the episode, thank you very much. You can follow us at Save Letter B number four, quitting over on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube. Titty. Titty gang. 
Titty Gang merch found on sale before quitting police spelled out dot com where you can pick up your Titty Gang merch, your bitch made merch, your Sonic logo merch, or just the regular old logo that's in the background most times for us. Mm-hmm. There's so many options. So go do that. Also go to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash save letter beat before quitting, where you can get two extra episodes a month where we just talk about bullshit. Yeah, need that so, bullshit. Yeah, it's a little bit more loose and we do like tier lists and lists of what games Ant should play and shit. I probably have to make my list at some point of the games I've bought because mm. goddamn. But yeah, man, uh, I think that's all we got. It is. We gave you a lot. <laughs> I don't know what more else we could give you at this point. True. Except tomorrow when some r- ridiculous news drops. Spider-Man's dropping today. Wow. How fast would you immediately hit your balls? I'm like, I am sick. <laughs> I mean, the funny part is I was sick today, and then I told her I was sick, and she kind of didn't really respond to it. But tomorrow, if that happened, <laughs> I don't exist. I quit. I will get a job once I beat somewhere. Yeah. I'm going on a maternal, what is it called? Paternal leave? Yeah. It's my baby just got released, bro. <laughs> my baby's here. Let my me see a picture here. you just show, like, the cover of the game. Yeah, the, the cover art, yeah. Look at this steel book that I got. It's pretty neat. Right. Um, <laughs> Your boss might be like, oh, shit, that's out? It hangs up. <laughs> yeah, true. That'd be crazy. But before you guys call out sick for work tomorrow when Spider-Man 2 eventually comes out, Shadow Drop, mm-hmm. make sure you guys always save, save before, before quitting. quitting. We'll see you guys next, next time. So fun. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. This is your post-credit scene. Post-credit scene. Dude, we gave you two and a half hours of presentations. We gave you two <laughs> weeks of podcast in one episode. Uh, yeah, I'm overloaded with with game information with in the last week. True. Now we got a presentation screen and another light and shit. Shit and don't film. stop. Yeah, don't stop the beat. Don't stop the beat. All right, I'm gonna call it there. Goodbye, Bye, guys. Everybody.